It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey everybody, welcome to this very special episode, two-part episode what? of Pop My Culture. We call it Pop My Cork. That's right. You don't have to do the sound effect. But you're encouraged. You, yeah, we like you're it when you do. You're encouraged. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2013. What a year. It was a good year, wasn't it? It was... Well, we, the last year was good. Yeah. This year, we this year it was like we're like it's jury's the, still. It's out. like four days in for yeah. us right now. It's been okay. Yeah, it's so been far regular. it's been all right. So far, it's felt a lot like last year to me. It's felt almost like a week, but a couple days short of it. Weird. Weird. You're so right? in tune with yourself. I tell you. <laughs> Anyways, this uh, this we've done this the last two years. Yeah, and it's really fun. We get some of our favorite people, and we ask them over, and we give them wine and beer, and then we talk. That's right. We have everybody prepare a top five list and a worst five list for the year, anything they want, and then we discuss it and debate it, and uh, it's a good time. And it's very serious. And we have a giveaway. What? Yep. We have the Entertainment Weekly uh, Best and Worst of 2012 issue signed by every single guest. No, not everyone. Yeah, and us too, which brings the value down significantly. So don't try to eBay that. That's right. You got to deal with our John Hancocks. Take that. Uh, if you want a potential chance to win that <laughs> potential. potential, if you want a chance to win that uh, issue, uh, go to our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. In the comment section for this particular episode, yep. uh, leave your personal top five and bottom five things of 2012. And we'll read them and see what we think is funny or weird or whatever. We'll pick a winner, basically. Yep. <laughs> and we'll send you this uh, issue. Signed yes. by everybody. And you'll love it. That's right. <laughs> Before we get to our awesome guests yes. and part one of this episode, which is the best of 2012, <laughs> the worst of 2012 will be part two, which will Isn't be released a little bit after this one, oh, yeah. but pretty close together. Yeah. You won't make it wait too long. No, because you'll be, you'll die. <laughs> you'll just absolutely <laughs> die. not like the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but just before you start listening, we would love to encourage you in 2013 to make a resolution to maybe comment on iTunes. Yeah, there you go. You can wipe it out in one day. Look, you're not getting to the gym. <laughs> yeah, let's so, face it. That's not going to happen, okay? So let's just You're just not going to spend up. less time on Facebook. <laughs> yep. Just open up your laptop, go to iTunes. Clickety-clack, make it happen. Give us a little review, especially, hopefully good. Yeah, please. Um, that should be your other resolution, <laughs> yeah, to be more positive. Be kind to the free podcast that just do this for fun, would you? Uh, also, uh, we have a donate button on our website. Click it! Culturepodcast.com. Uh, any little bit helps. That's how we're able to put this thing on. Yes. Uh, your guys' donations and our occasional sponsors that have been great to us this year, too. So yeah. uh, it helps us do the show, and we love doing it. And every little bit is wonderful. That's right. You can also email us. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We read them all, and we'll write you back. Yeah. So if you just have some ideas for guests, maybe. And we have those guest ideas have been really good. They've, They've been, been really good, helpful, and we're working so, on some yeah. of those. So uh, we'll see how it goes, guys. Well, or if you just want to talk about your day. Yeah, you could do that. That's fine. One other thing, too. We have a live show coming up. Oh, my gosh. Yep. It's like we're really there. Yep. It's uh, it's going to be at SF Sketchfest in San Francisco. We had to pull a lot of strings to get a slot, but... I had to email myself and be like, can I have a show on my own festival? And Cole then- flagged his email. He said, I'll get back to you whenever I know. Yep. So we do. It's uh, Sunday, February 10th. It's the closing night of the festival, actually. Uh, at 1 o'clock p.m. at the Eureka Theater. Eureka! 
Uh, we're still working on our guest. Hopefully, yeah. we'll have that announced soon. It's going to be a good one. It'll be good. It'll be good. We have some people potentially lined and up. And we love it when people come to the shows because we get to meet you and we get to hang out after. So please, please come. Yep, yep. You can uh, get tickets information if you just go to sfsketchedfest.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like sketch, S-K-E-T-C-H, and fest, F-E-S-T. So. Thanks for clearing that There you up. go. So just go to sfsketchedfest.com. What did he say? Everything's there. Um, and that's about it. We're running out of t-shirts. Uh-oh. If you want to buy them. Be um, on the smaller side of life. <laughs> mostly what we have left. Uh, those are on our website as well. Uh, without further ado, I no present more to you. Doo-doo. Pop my cork. The year in review. Doo-doo-doo. Part one. Uh, we've got great five returning guests uh, to the podcast. It's a very beautiful table I see before it is me. A gorgeous sea of humanity. Ooh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's uh, <laughs> let's introduce everybody. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. You like that plan? Yeah. All right. I love it. Because otherwise, people would just be guessing the whole time. I know. Well, that could be fun. No. <laughs> just go. <laughs> we just put little question marks over <laughs> our faces in the photo. Who do you think it was? That's right. Uh, all right. Let's just we'll go around the table counterclockwise because that's how we're going to be going. Yeah, uh, which means a lot to our audio listeners yeah. <laughs> trying to imagine the seating formation. Uh, to my right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Timothy Amundsen. Good evening. Uh, that sounds like this. When we say your name, say, I sound like this. Okay. I sound like this. Great job. <laughs> to match my cadence. <laughs> nice. Uh, you listeners probably know Tim from Psych, where he has played uh, Lasseter for now oh, coming on eight seasons. Mike, this would be coming up to eight seasons. Yes, thank you. Wow. So awesome. Thank you. Jesus. Oh. Thank so you're definitely Christ. in syndication, right? It's cable already. <clears throat> oh, so what are you going to do? Double of syndication. <laughs> yeah. And with that cable contract. So double yeah. Yeah. Terrific. <laughs> Sitting on your Scrooge McDuck Thank you. Thank you, Scrooge. work on but you get craft service red vines for life. <laughs> yes, it's good Canadian craft service, too, because I can't even work in this country. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I'm not bitter, though. Uh, to Tim's right, the lovely and talented Lorraine Newman. How do you do, everybody? I I'm good. here. That's how Lorraine sounds. I'm the elder statesman of the table. <laughs> I'm going to step in here. She's doing a voice. That's not it. That's right, not right. She doesn't... Okay, Dick, you don't have to play that. No. <laughs> I'm here. How do you do? Young and vibrant. Lorraine uh, does like a bajillion cartoon voices nowadays. Yep. Uh, Metalocalypse. You're a busy lady. She's a busy lady. And, of course, she's an original member of Saturday Night Live. So, no awesome, deal. awesome. No biggie. <laughs> Uh, to Lorraine's right, Dave Holmes. Hey, everybody. Hi, Dave Holmes. Hi, how are you? We're so glad to have you. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. Happy New yeah. Year. Happy to have you back, Dave. Thanks. Always Dave, a pleasure. Uh, Dave was a staple on MTV for many a year True. as a video True. jockey. True. A VJ. True. He rode these funny little horses. That's right. No, no. I played videos when there were videos to play. Oh. Which is no yeah. longer the Times case. Times have changed. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone asked a question, and I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm wondering it too, and I'm old. Mm-hmm. How how do hits? How do people know what the hits are? I don't or who know. the new stars are? Because oh, yeah. you would you would see on I VH1 or MTV. How do you know? How do you I know Rihanna or the? I don't know who they are. I think someone just tells you this because is the iTunes you know. store has a list. Yeah, they're never wrong. Well, there is that, but there's there's also yeah. I mean, anecdotally, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Like I'm constantly asking my nieces and nephews like. And they think I'm nuts. Like, do you listen to the radio? Or like, you know, you know it's, like, it's, honestly, it's YouTube. I just don't. It's YouTube. It's mostly I, it's YouTube. Mostly, like, what's crazy to me is to realize that uh, someone explained to me that music videos are the number one thing on YouTube. Right. So that's what that's where music but videos are. Or even if it, even if it is, you just people send them to each other. They 
and text this is them the to new, each other. This is, right. And then it recommends stuff based on what you've watched. Right. So it'll have like, you know, if you like this song, then it'll list like five other hit songs. It used to be mm-hmm. easier to see who the stars were because yeah. you'd see them on yeah. MTV. Right. There were, there were one or two it. ways to see everything, and now yeah. there are 5,000, and even kids can't keep up. But obviously yeah. there are people that rise like that are big stars, but right. I wonder... Yeah, how yeah, I don't, I don't know. Someone becomes a pop star. I don't the know. Computer I think figure it out by the puts that in everyone's. <laughs> right. They must have statistics. I know on iTunes, if you like this, you'll like this. Okay. And also, but they also have the most popular song of that group. Even if they made five albums, these are the top three songs. Right. So That's don't bother with the rest of this music. crap album. Yeah. Right. Just don't even explore. Don't think. No. I used yeah. to be able to think. pretend you're in touch by you know. Could be any age, eighty-seven, but you see the Michael Jackson videos. Now it's not all in one place. Nope. Yeah, v- it's all Vimeo. Over. Was, what yeah. is that? There are some music videos you can only get there, and of yep. course, for me, I'm completely challenged when it comes to technology, and I, I just can't get in. Mm-hmm. I can't, Vimeo. <laughs> barrier. Vimeo yeah. has a lot of really hard codes to crack. Oh man, so, to be fair. <laughs> it is hard. Well, the man who posed the question <clears throat> that has already started a spirited yeah, discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Fred Stoller, everybody. <laughs> Sound like Eddie Deason. <laughs> Hi, Fanny. No. no, I love Eddie. I, I love Eddie too. Uh, Fred uh, was a writer for Seinfeld, and you can get his awesome uh, book, My Seinfeld My Year. Seinfeld Year. You Kindle. should get it. Thank Kindle you. it. And he's got another book coming up. We'll see, unless I get okay. to a shoving match. And I want to change things. I. I I we'll just all send things. positive thoughts for 2013. I'll, I'll come, I'm knocking on your door going. But yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I you know, in my age, I I only know Chris Brown is the guy that was in the news for hitting. You know, what I mean? yeah. you don't even know he's a big star. It's not just you, Fred. Okay. <laughs> and finally, uh, Nature's Eyesore, Ryder Strong is here. Nature's Eyesore. <laughs> I just thought I'd take him down a notch. I like that. Take him down a notch. Thought I'd take him down. Put that on my resume. Now. That's right. Nature's Eyesore. <laughs> Ryder, this is what I uh, sound like. Boy Meets World for many a year. Mm-hmm. Um, cabin Fever. Other things like that. Uh, Ryder, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And that is our Motley Ragtag group. Aww. Which, can I just comment, out of the one, two, three, four, five men, if my math is correct, mm-hmm. four of us had beards. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big beard year. Yeah, that's true. My I'm husband grew a beard. Grow a little. He looks great. My, you, know, you know what Fred I did? does I, not actually, have a beard. He's got a little bit of five o'clock shadow. So yeah. you know, he's got some well. stuff. You know what's my hedonistic <laughs> thing I do? Um... Are you allowed to say what you're about to say? <laughs> well, I, I, I hate looking. I hate looking myself in the mirror closely or shaving. I don't know how I was cut myself, so I let it go, and then I pay for those old-fashioned things with the hard. Love it. I yeah. Love it. Do they use the oh, yeah. big straight razor? Yeah, yeah, you know. It, but I, I never loved like a massage, that pounding my back and hitting yeah. me and spitting. You know, and <laughs> no, spitting. all right, I made up the spitting. But, Have you been but, to the shaving store? There's a, no, there, the art of shaving. Yeah. The art of shaving. That's oh, that's it. lovely. Really? When you that? go into the back room, and that's where they have the barber. Hot lather, oh, straight razor. Little Joe's on Camden. I heard. Is it no. above a meat pie factory? No, these are. <laughs> I, I would avoid that place. I, would, I, I don't want to say anything. The only time anyone cut me was a woman. <gasps> there, oh, just a little bit. You're going to get and emails I, I, I from women barbers. Going, I don't know if I want, but I've gone back and she he only... He means it figuratively. No, I don't take any of them. <laughs> no, I don't. The two that listen to podcasts <laughs> are really upset with us right now. But it's, if you don't like shaving, it's, it's worth saving up the money of pennies. And, uh, Tips. <laughs> All right. Here we it's go. Fun. Now that we've taken shavers down a notch. Uh, I think we elevated them. I mean, we, might, we might have. This might be the longest conversation about What's a about female barber called? 
Barbette. Barbara. <laughs> Barbarella. Well, there's a new thing all of a sudden. Barbie. What people Barbie. are people are paying to have their hair blow dry. Do you oh, see that? Yeah. Blow yeah. dry, blow dry, dry bars. Bar. Dry blow up bar. bars. So yeah. makes more sense. I wish I had taken stock in dry bar for mm-hmm. as much as my wife goes there. Really? Yes. She does yes. it up? She's done the creatine thing. Oh, she's yeah. kind of straightening. Oh, and I said, why? Brazilian blow she's, Yesterday, she's yeah. like, no, I got to, I got to, we can't do the thing because we're going out that night. I got the four o'clock blow. And I'm like, oh, you just had your hair straightened. How much money did you just... Wow. And then she's still... Does she have curly hair naturally? She has incredibly curly hair. Yeah. Which she chooses to fight, but she's been doing it her entire life. I never, so. I never get why Julia Dreyfus, even Kathy Griffin, I like the cute curly, the Vicky Lewis thing. Yes, I let my hair go home. Oh. I decided to release it from the bondage of the Did you have a struggle against her? And I just quit it's fighting. Did you well, struggle? Why wouldn't you? tired to blow it dry. Huh. Yeah. I have curly hair, but I don't. I just See, look, don't wash talking. it that much. Okay. Oh, that's so, just grease. No, so oh. the first day it's curly, and then it gets greasier and greasier, and then I deal with it. It's obviously been no. Yeah, it's been a while. Just it's been a while. Um, well, hair today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> oh, much like 2012, guys. Am I right? Hey, right. kind of yeah. Uh, yeah. 2012 was like 365 days, guys. Yeah. So yeah, true. I know. It really felt yeah. like it this year. I agree. Um, some years it feels like 366. <laughs> yeah. Like this every four right years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, we're going to go through and give our best and worst things that personally we felt happened in 2012. Yeah. Some will be fairly important and some will be pretty stupid, I'm sure, yeah. but that's the way it goes. It's ju- it is. Uh, so I'm going to start it off and uh, we'll discuss typical. these. And then, uh, well, you can start it off. No, I don't want to. All right, I'll start it off. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll uh, go around the table and everybody will uh, weigh in on stuff oh, and okay. uh, do their list as well. So here we go. Uh, my personal top five list of 2012. Uh, number one, Key and Peel. Good choice. Yeah. Fun Good choice. Especially the East-West Bull sketch, which to me is the funniest thing I've seen mm. in many years, which is just kind of making fun of whenever you watch those football games or bowl games, like now they always have the players introduce themselves, say their name and what college they're from. Yes. Um, and it oh. totally skewers that with these absolutely hilarious names and oh, things. Yes. It's uh, beyond funny. I need to start writing things down because I don't know anything you're talking about. <laughs> touch I am. Key and Peele is so good. I I liked those guys before. I mean, they've done mm-hmm. funny stuff forever. And I'm the show, TV. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the and show, also the black version. Yeah, the black version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year. Which They're just so smart. Show. Like that show, really I think, smart. is the smartest sketch show in so long. It gets almost every sketch gets like very meta at the end. They're always like making fun of one thing, then making fun of themselves, and then it blows up to somewhere ridiculous. I really love that show. It just feels like it's been a while since there's been like a sketch show that's like. And doing anything different, you know, yeah. like it's, right. it's been a lot of things like, you know, like Matt TV and things like that going on for a long time, the late night stuff, but there hasn't been like a good, like cable <clears throat> experimental yeah. like sketch show in quite yeah. a while. Yeah. And that one is beyond And good. it's got really good production value. Too. Yes, it, it looks great. Great direction. I, what I love is that those guys work super duper hard. Yeah. I've known them for years because they like, they've worked in TV, but that hasn't stopped them from doing improv shows and yes. like right. showing up at That's IO the first and, and place like, I saw him. yeah, both of them. Yeah. Doing shows for seven people in the audience on a you know, Tuesday night at 11 or whatever, mm-hmm. they, they when they had shows on the air. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're professionals, and they're not trying to be too cool for uh, a sketch. And they're getting better at what they do all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I feel like, I, I think it's true, too, of our guests. Like, people that come on and will do things that don't have immediate payoff are people that really like what they do and want to get better at it, want to talk about it, mm-hmm. and um, 
it's just exciting when you get that yeah. energy from someone that it's like, oh, they're not doing this for anything other than like, what else would they do? Yeah, they really want to do this. They and really want to. Kudos do it. to Comedy Central for like yes. giving them a show and sticking yeah. with it. Yes. Uh, and Nick Kroll's got a show coming out yep. right too, I'm which really looking I'm excited to that. about. So like maybe this will start kind of like a new it boom be of exciting. sketch shows. It's been a while since that's been like a thing. Yeah. Because yeah. they still have to like I just know with me and SF Sketchfest, it's like. We, I still have to explain what sketch comedy is to people. Like, they don't... They, skits? Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of what you get or whatever. And, like, I'm hopefully it'll finally end up in people's, like, vocabulary that you won't mm-hmm. have to explain what it is anymore. Well, it seems like a lot of stuff that the internet was making better. Like, the short-form content that was getting great from Funny or Die and all these other sites. It seems like Key and Peele kind of incorporated what they... Because they'd already been producing little videos and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that's how the show feels. Like, it all feels produced. Each segment feels like it could be its own little hit you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's strung together in a way that older shows when you watch them i think part of the part that feels dated is it just feels like a play almost mm-hmm. like there's a real sense of an audience and a thing and this feels like little mini movies which is really nice well also now with youtube and things like that they can take a sketch like the east west bowl and it can just go yes. viral mm-hmm. and then everybody's like oh i should check this actual whole show mm-hmm. out and that right. really works you can't show like three minutes of how you met your mother and get people excited okay i beg yeah. to differ you know but, what I mean? <laughs> but uh yeah so anyways that's my number one well done uh my number two uh one man two governors which i saw on broadway and is probably the funniest thing i've ever seen on broadway uh, I don't even know about it. It's a show that uh, James Corden got the Tony for it for Best Actor. I've surprised people. Mm-hmm. It, it's, an, it's an import from Britain um, where it's still running. Um, and it's basically it's a, a, mod, a sort of modern. It's like a 60s Brit- British update of this old comedian de l'arte pay, uh, piece called uh, Servant of Two Masters. So it's just this guy who's just going back and forth between these two people that both think that he's like their butler or servant. Oh, and, uh, it's that. really funny. The script is great. Original form, I know that thing. Which was ripped off by the Brady Bunch when Greg's got the date with two girls. No. And he's running back and forth. Yeah. See? Just another crime by the Brady Bunch. Theme. She got heady back then. Yeah. Those people are thoughtless. Someone ripped off George Glass. Remember that in the Brady Bunch? I was watching something. Do you, you don't know what George Glass is? Yeah, that was uh, Jan's fake imaginary boyfriend. and she sees Glass. I have a boyfriend, George Glass. George Glass. Oh, yeah. And where did I just see that in some movie? I don't know. Was it the Brady Bunch movie? No. Because <laughs> they actually, in the sequel, to- yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yes. They also did something like that in uh, Wayne's World 2, where he's trying to describe people that are going to be at Wayne's Dock, and he's just looking around the room. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> an old man fashioning a kayak out of a log. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, so, yeah, it's really funny if you guys have a chance to seek it out. I think it's coming to L.A. if it hasn't already. Um because I read it popped up when I Googled it to just mm. double-check some things. Say the title again. One Man, Two Governors. Awesome. It's really funny. And it's good. Like, the script is really funny, but it's also got a lot of good physical comedy in it. It's just really, really funny. Of course, I believe they say, Governors! 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 G-U-V apostrophe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two man, one Man, Two Governors. Oi! <laughs> pip, pip, cheerio. Uh, number three, uh, Boardwalk Empire season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, that show, I've always liked that show a lot, but season three really kicked ass. Bobby Cannavale? Yeah, Bobby Cannavale yeah, was yes. an amazing villain. Chip mm-hmm. Rossetti. So you had that, and then other characters had really satisfying arcs this season, mm-hmm. especially Richard Harrow, which is my favorite character on TV. That's, which one's Richard Harrow? He's the one that had half of his face blown off. Yeah. Uh, Jack Houston plays him. Right. He's like of the Houstons. And Who I saw in a commercial recently, and you know, he does that really low voice. And in the commercial, which I wish that I remember the product, but it was like, hi, 
You know, it's just completely it's different. For so a, I'm it's trying for to, a liquor. I'm trying to remember what yeah, it is. It's him going, like, I hey, it I is. drink this all the time. It's really smooth and great. Yeah, and like, it's just so remarkable to see. I saw that commercial maybe a dozen times, and I was like, wait a second, that's Jack Houston. Like, yeah. I, saw, I saw a Boardwalk Empire, but they didn't have nudity. Oh, you it missed was all one, the good ones. The one, so you out. The one. <laughs> I'm saying every every Checked episode is, is crazy nudity and and crazy killers. Well, that's usually. the HBO staple now. Right? Yeah. It's like it's it's like boobs and beheadings. Why we tune in? <laughs> we watch Bill Maher when he gets <laughs> all the titties. <laughs> all them titties. <laughs> Titty fest. <laughs> yeah, that that was a great season. It was really good. I mean, what's great about that show? Even if you're not bright and, and like not understanding quite what's going on, it's still compelling. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, I, I didn't really, I wasn't all caught up, but you still, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. You can watch things without knowing the whole arc, and it and stands up. Kudos for giving Dabney Coleman work. He's great. I was yes. Dabney Coleman. Dabney's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, like well, the HBO like stable of actors is always amazing in all their shows. Um, so yeah, they did it again. And that, by the way, the Jack Houston commercial was pointed out by my lovely wife Jenny, who is here. Hi Jenny. Hi Jenny. Uh, Hi Jenny. Was uh, Guinness Black. There you go. Those commercials is Ooh. these hockey okay. commercials for. Uh, number four, it's. This year, like, I thought that there's a lot of good movies. I had a hard time coming up with, like, that movie that just really killed it for me. But there's two movies I kind of enjoyed equally, and one was Pitch Perfect, which I enjoyed that was a lot. crazy fun. It's fun. Uh, and the other was The Sessions. What is Pitch Perfect? Acapella. Yeah, it was used to be yeah. called Pitch Slap because it's working. Competition. Oh, really? Yeah. His working title is Pitch Slap. They want it to be the new break or the new Bring It On. Yeah, basically. clearly. Yeah. yeah, it's like Bring It On meets Glee. Kind yes, of. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly. sure that was the pitch. Actually, yeah, and everyone's like, okay, I, uh, <laughs> take it. Yeah. Well, I K- really K- enjoyed Cannon that. Also, yeah, from Thirty Rock. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's got like Rebel Wilson, who's really funny, and Anna mm-hmm. Kendrick, and it's I thought just, it was really fun, but I was surprised. I thought, okay, so it's going to sound like I'm saying something negative, but I'm not. Well, it's a little negative. Um, I thought it was such a fun movie. I really enjoyed the whole movie, and I thought that some of the performances were so good. So good. But it was such a predictable movie. Like, I thought they were going to turn something on its head. I kept feeling like they were setting us up to to do yeah, something funny it with it. And it was exactly movie. what you... I mean, it's exactly Bring It On and all those other movies. So it feels good in that way because it's like, that's all it is. I'm a big fan. When it comes to movies, for me, I'm more about the journey versus the destination. Like, oh, you're I don't so really deep. care about the plotting that much. I don't need, you know, I don't need an M. Light Shyamalan twist and everything I see. Yeah. I just want, like, it to be fun. Like, that's why yeah. I like movies where they go on sides a lot and they just have fun conversations. Like, things like In Bruges and things like yeah. that, where mm-hmm. there's just, just all, like, fun conversations yeah. going on. And I know sometimes people knock movies that are like that. That's like, well, nobody really talks like that. And it's like, I don't really want to hear people talk. I can hear talk people talk like, every yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. On the subway or you know, at a bus station yeah. and yeah. hear that stuff. But uh, yeah, so that movie is really fun. And the sessions um, is that movie with John Hawks from Deadwood, which Tim was also on, um, where he plays uh, his, his portrayal of Mark O'Brien, who was in Iron Long. Um, who they made that documentary Breathing Lessons about him, which won the Oscar many years ago, and uh, it's just about him seeing a sex surrogate. Oh, never, that movie! Yeah, because he's never had sex his entire life. He's in an iron lung. Who's the lady? Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. And I want to say something. I didn't see it, but I know about it. God forbid any of us have a disability, want sex. Helen Hunt's the one. Because <laughs> in the <laughs> no, in the water dance, in the water she had sex also, yeah. with Eric Stoltz in a oh, wheelchair. Yeah. He was a paraplegic. Yeah, oh my god! So she's the one. She's God forbid. <laughs> call Helen Hunt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just I don't know if you realize what a weird uh, what a weird niche what to have. She <laughs> yeah, looks strong. She looks yeah, very she strong. Wait, is she having sex with somebody without a disability? I don't believe her in this. Yeah. <laughs> well, Smart. she had well, she, Jack Nicholson with um, eight not ADD OCD. Oh yeah, that's true. So you right. could argue right. that. 
I want to go down this rabbit hole. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're you can make it. Yeah, let's just, you could try to. Think of one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, those two movies. It was really Sessions is really good. It's really like I mean, it's, it's not it. it's not heavy either. It's like it's a fun little comedy because he's like the dialogue's really great. William H Macy's in it too, and a lot of Deadwood actors, W. Earl Brown, Robin Weiger, they're all in it too. So uh, oh, it's great. So it's yeah, worth she's... seeking out. It's I, amazing. I, I, uh, I just got to do Deadwood do marathon it. Marathon. I'm sorry because. I never did it, so. But now I'm just marathoning new drama. It feels so good to just watch all of a show. It's It's, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's an amazing show. Uh, And finally, number five, I I was going to do a sports thing. I was going to do Calvin Johnson setting the single season mark, but I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to go with. And this sounds weird. I still said it. I still put it out there. there. I still put it out there for my Lions fans. Technically. Because there's not going to be a conversation about it anyways. There never is when I bring up Lions shit. It only was last year for drop balls from Detroit. I was hoping you were going to do that because I need to go to the bathroom. My number six, and this is going to sound weird, Brussels sprouts. And here's why. I am going to go to the bathroom. Okay, go for it. We're like five minutes into this episode. I'm pregnant. Brussels sprouts seem to be like the new sexy like food. Like when you go to all these restaurants now, there's always like a featured Brussels sprouts thing. They're always like fried in bacon fat with this weird. Last year it was kale. This year, yeah, this year it's Brussels sprouts. And Brussels sprouts are historically like not a food you generally enjoy. They're a punishment. Yeah, they're a punishment. They're thoughtful because they're great. But they were prepared wrong in our youth for a long, long time. So I'm glad to hear you say this. Far superior to the kale. No, yeah, way oh, I do. I like kale a good deal too, but br- this is the year I definitely like ordered Brussels sprouts a good bit and have not Me been disappointed. Too. And especially when fried in bacon fat. Oh, yes. Anything. Taking all the nutrients anything. out. And just... <laughs> My iPhone and fried in bacon fat would be great. You know, you know what? They should create an app where you just hear sizzling bacon. Yes. I, I mean, I yes. created an app. I just trademarked that, everyone. That's my idea. There you go. You want it. Note to sell. The bacon frying app. Well, I would have to think that there's bacon candles out there, right? Because I would oh, think yeah. no, there have to be. Of course. Have you seen the Yankee candle? I'm hungry all the time. And yeah, that's that true. Torture. Like, no, 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 let's turn on the candle no, for tonight I, or I, light I it up. I meat, so I'd love that. Oh, just like, to be able to be like, mm. Especially since there's supposed to be a bacon shortage coming up. Oh, that's right. Oh, Cole, don't shut that. your stupid don't mouth. Don't yeah. bomb. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry to pull up Bacon Watergate, guys, yeah. but supposedly there's going to be a shortage of it this next year. Interesting. So, have, you, have, you had the, uh, have you tried the Yankee Candle Mandels? What no. are they? They're man candles. Thing? It's a real yes. thing. Are they really man candles? They have like mandals? five or six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there are five or six of them, and they are like manly scents, like a leather easy chair or uh, sawdust. Such a great um, but there's one. I, I went to a Yankee Candle store while I was home for Christmas, and uh, Is it their flagship. Uh, no, no, oh. no, some mall thing. But <laughs> but, uh, but they have one Force called Riding Mower that is the scent of freshly mown grass. No. And it's yes. fucking great. Oh, it's my God. So the only good. candle I'll be allergic to. I'm right. Really? <laughs> it's great. It's great. I saw the CEO of um, Yankee Candle on Undercover Bosses. I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen that show, but it's no. great. Um, it's not really great. But they go <laughs> they go into, like, in the Spoiler. beginning when they're setting up how fancy the person is that's about to go undercover, they, like, always take you through the company and through their fabulous life but part of his fabulous life was like in the yankee candle flagship store it, like above it they have like the smell lab and he just goes into these different little closets and puts a mask on and like wafts <laughs> he just wafts the smells and and then he like makes notes on a notepad 
think about that a lot. It's <laughs> like, we're on the right track here. We got to do it, I guess. Come on, boys. That must have been there. My to work. Philip, cancel my 4.30. I'm going up to the wafting room. Right. I'm just going to have lavender that needs my attention. Was that their sweep week episode? <laughs> Save that for the rating. Definitely. Uh, Did you right, finish well, your list? That's my five. Yeah, that's my All five, right. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. Really nice. There you go. Nice. The bar has been set in middle. <laughs> All right, All right moving on to Tim. Tim. Okay, now I granted you, I need to preface this, not to apologize before an audition, but um, <laughs> I don't remember anything. Yeah. I don't know if it's just Hard, me, isn't it? Either. But if I it didn't it happen that. two weeks ago, it's really difficult for me. Yeah. Um, so my favorite thing was that. Monday, exactly. Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> the meal I had and, this and morning. Anyways, I love bacon. <laughs> Note to self: create an app. <laughs> So my, and these are in no particular order, but the first thing that came to mind uh, of the top five things in my life this year, uh, number one was uh, Twitter. Uh, I was new to the to the entire social media thing. I had not I had not tweeted. <laughs> the tweeter. I'm not You're on a good tweeter the now. Th- now I'm, I'm, I've great. lost my mind. I've gone. You're so good at full it. Full bore. Well, thanks very much. I've gone. I I find it uh, really actually enjoyable. It's sort of a perfect. Fast comedy delivery device, yeah. mm. and I can suddenly follow all these really funny people. Mm-hmm. And then the weird, scary thing is, I've been getting news from Twitter. Like if yeah. I'm sort of sure. out, yeah. and, I go, oh, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm walking down the movie. What's the feed? Because it's faster yep. than I like, go to the CNN. That's how I find whatever. out when people die, or oh, yeah. Yeah. rest yeah. in peace, and, or. Or Ma- massacres. Like, oh, they go, what a sad day. And yeah. I go, what, what happened? Or not die. People use it to like do the little hoax things. Where right. Just decide all of a sudden yeah. it's like R.A.P. Bill Cosby or something but that everybody likes. It's the perfect for. amount to get you to find out if you're interested. Yeah. And then you'll, okay, I'm going to figure out. And then you follow other, you follow smart people and yeah. then they put post links. I'm like, here's a great article that I, I'm not going to read that article yeah. in the Economist. In the, yeah. See, I can't even say it. The Economist. The Economist. <laughs> the Economist. The Economist. So I've been quite. You've been wooed by Twitter. I've been wooed by Twitter. I did not think I was going to go down that route. So there's a list that to be things that were in 2012 or you got turned on to Anything. in 2012. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your Twitter name? Uh, at Amundsen. Very simple. All right. Spell. Simple guy. O M U N D. S O N. Spell it again. Oh, All right. Oh, it's lower. I, 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 I do computer. have everybody's Twitter handles on here, and I will be oh, sharing yeah. them at some point on this podcast. So, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to know. I put some tweet on. I lost 20 followers. Oh. You want to go? What, 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 what was the joke? Tell me. I'll delete it. Sorry. Well, it's weird how that happens because like I'll tweet like a, a couple jokes that are good in a day, and all of a sudden I'll lose followers. Then I won't tweet for four like a day yeah. or two, and then all of a sudden I'll gain like six followers. Yeah. It was like so like oh this guy's really quiet right now. They like that. I want to yeah. follow this. <laughs> also, <laughs> intriguing. Also, a lot of times uh, they're just cleaning out like spam bots yeah, and stuff like that. Right. So yeah, anytime I lose followers, that's what, what I tell myself. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> it's it's just like something that <laughs> auto follows you, so that if you if you oh you mean like for like a uh, uh, car wash and they want right, to follow. Right. Back. Right, 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 something like that. Yeah, or you just type a word in that it. You do a tweet with boob in it, and ah, uh, you're gonna get a lot of robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any other private part, a lot of robots and some boobs. I was trying to get that as my Twitter handle. It was taken. <laughs> it's on Twitter. You have to go on Twitter. <laughs> oh, oh my thank you. Hold on, door slam card. Number two on mine was the uh, presidential election slash debates. Yeah, yes. uh, that's on my list. I do not. I uh, follow sports. 
politics are a bit of a, a sport to me, and it's my main source of entertainment. I think mm-hmm. not my main source, but I find it so. God, yes. In the in the juxtaposition of incredibly frustrating and, and just rage inducing and entertaining. So the debates and to tie into the next one, uh, I live tweeted during um, the debates. Yeah, and I f- it was so fun. Just and then I was following other people who were doing the same. It's like, oh, what's this funny person saying? Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it yeah. was great. Reading Twitter made the debates. It's, oh, it's so, so much fun. better. Oh yeah, it was so much fun. Fantastic. It was like having. 500 companions like yeah. while you're watching it and like the funniest people and everyone is yeah. like so quick witted yeah. that you're thinking like that's funny and you look down and like the best joke is like yes. oh yeah <laughs> the first debate everyone you know want you know that's why wants Obama but they were realizing wait a minute we well, let's not get so cocky yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and also the comedy writers were really hoping that, oh, yeah. that, that oh what's it name? called the seven pindles of candles they went crazy with that you know, because I was in. <laughs> Are you talking about the Mandels? There was something where I was in. Finders of women. Yes, finders oh, of women. And I wasn't like, watching. Yeah. It was like I was afraid to watch the second debate because I know if Obama lost, that was it. It was like the playoffs. You can't yeah. come down from 0 and 2. Yeah. So I couldn't even watch it. I just wanted to hear that Obama won. <laughs> Which I, but I think Binders win was was uh, the two the second debate. Yes. But, yeah. So so, yeah. so then I couldn't watch the second debate because I was too nervous he would lose. So then I check and everyone's going Binders win women jokes. It's like, hilarious. You say anything that's. A little weird or off, it becomes a catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. twenty seconds. Oh, yeah. Legitimate rape. Yeah. Yeah. That is well, that so deserved. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, so number number three, this is entirely uh, personal to me. It's the Alaska Airlines MVP uh, club because oh. uh, it's not really a club. Is it's you just fancy? it's a card. No, but fancy. when you fly a lot. And you fly on your own dime, which people think if you're on a TV show, well, you're getting flown everywhere. Like like comedians, that, like so much, like it's on your own dime. And I don't know about you, but I'm not booking first class. So to uh, to get the automatic upgrade because you fly so much, so you buy the cheapest seat you can get. Oftentimes, putting them on hold and then checking 12 hours later, delete like it's a little game I yeah. play mm-hmm. to then go. Okay, but I know when I get there, I'm gonna I'll, I'll probably. Get the bump, and I'll get I'll get uh, the warm um, uh, cookies. I don't want to. Say, I was going to say warm nuts, but I didn't want to say warm oh, nuts. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get the towel. Get the towel. You get a free cocktail, and that. and it's uh, it's because yeah, it's it that has made my life. Congratulations! Mm-hmm. Thanks very much. You're very welcome. Yes, fourth year in a row. Thank oh, you. Wow. To the point where wow. I'll, if, if I don't, if I'm a, a, almost not getting it, I'll pay for a flight just so I can stay. Just so I can it's worth you. it, right? It's so All worth it. Out. You should tweet your system. I should, but then everybody's going to know. No, then Alaska might get class up your system. Well, that was a dumb suggestion. You're so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you, you can also do like sneaky first class on like JetBlue because you can buy What's like that? two t- seats together and have your own thing or whatever. And then you just book the other seat as companion of whatever. So like you can book two seats for yourself. So you're basically isolated. What? So you're holding it until it's too late for someone else to get it? And no, well, it's like you paid for two seats and no one else oh. can sit there. Well, that's not first class. Well, but it's like next to, like, there's like the first couple rows, it's like there's a huge amount of like legroom there or something like that. So oh. if you like, oh, right. it's, it's like being in first class. No, you're towels. directly no, behind nuts. it. No, no, certainly not warm nuts. But no, are you warm nuts. Slamming nuts is all you get there. Aren't you <laughs> committed to pull out the, the sea slide or something when the 
plane crashes if on the water. You're going down. No, not in that no? front row. The only thing is okay. you can't put, and there's nothing to put your stuff below, so you have to put everything All right, right. That's okay. the only so, That's a deal breaker. But you have to buy two tickets? I'm, I, it's not Well, sneaky. you don't have to, and but like, people <laughs> like do, like they'll buy two things and they'll sit right behind it. So it's as if, sort of like they're in first class, you have the same amount of leg room and you have that much room, you have two same. seats, you can pull up the the armrest thing and sit there. No free alcohol. No. You don't have those perks. They shouldn't be sneaky at all if they're paying for both. They should put a sign that says, I paid for this bitch. Yeah, back off. Yeah, I want to enjoy my time. Yeah, don't don't be thinking that this one's free and you can just hop in there. <laughs> I'm not scooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in uh, fairness, you can buy two seats on any airline. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> I mean, not to burst a bubble. <laughs> two seats, but like if you put two seats so. in it. Uh, no, no, no. Just twice the price. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. seats anywhere else in coach, you don't have that leg room. Right. right. The very front row. Oh, gotcha. okay. You have all of that. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. like the same oh, amount of space. Okay. You got us there. And it's technically cheaper than the first class ticket. Oh, yeah. Number four, again, entirely personal, uh, the Nespresso coffee maker, which is mm. – which this, it's uh, it's just you put in a little pod and you push a button and it just – beautiful coffee on demand. It's coffee on demand. Coffee. On demand. Do you get crazy One flavors? No, I'm, I'm a traditionist. Just straight. You, you, but you're drinking you, coffee like the Jetsons. If you put a flavor in my coffee, I'll punch you in the throat. Whoa. Just, I'm okay. just saying. But to uh, – because I'm, I'm out of town a lot – uh, it has saved my marriage because uh, when I'm home and I have the traditional coffee pot, I'm the one who I would prep the coffee the night before because I need it the second I get out of, yeah. co- out, of I, out of bed. I'm sorry. No, sorry. When we, I was telling, we worked. Um, we were in the same hotel. He was doing the pilot of in Psy- different rooms, <laughs> okay. and I was doing Little Man. So, and we had a choice. Someone said, "Fred, do you want to do Little Man or the pilot of Psych?" I was an idiot. I no, but um, I'm not a, a espresso latte aficionado. But there was a place in Vancouver. Did you go where it was amazing? Uh, Artigiano. It was like a block above the hotel. Mm, yeah. yeah, they did the thing with the design in the. Uh, oh, it's Artigiano. Yeah, but now, yeah. like in Canada, they, in Vancouver, especially. Every espresso place has to do the fancy design. And it I think here it wasn't too. just a design. It was pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're the baristas. They win awards there. Oh, yeah. they're, they're quite good. Wow. But the, so, so, yeah. So, me being out of town, when I would call in a check the next day, I would just get grumbling and angriness oh. because my wife wouldn't she had to get up. She dealing with kids, getting into school, and she had to make her own coffee. Out and she had her hair blown out. It was a barbaric oh, a existence. <laughs> so, I, I got this thing where in the morning she just has to press a fucking button oh. and boom. Yes. You're piping hot coffee them. and yes. I can do no wrong for about three hours Ooh. perfect until something Sweet else spot. goes wrong so that <laughs> that was a big thing for me um, five hate if you want to hate I don't care Dane Cook Honey Cook <laughs> 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 oh, um, the, uh, the film uh, Les Miserables Whoa. I, I don't I don't care I don't care I saw this film again it was a week ago so it's obviously fresh, fresh in my heart. I have not been moved by a piece of entertainment like this in years. I wept like a wow. baby. I bought the soundtrack. I listened to it back to back twice yesterday. Whoa. Today, I bought the original London cast soundtrack. This is You're a, in. I, I'd never seen the musical. I, I knew the story yeah. uh, really well. So I always had this sort of it was close to my heart, mm-hmm. and so I never want to see the musical. And I saw it; it just it destroyed me. Holy cow! Sounds like me with Little Man. There you go. 
Well, <laughs> someone in this room has a special connection to Les Mis. Mm. He's at the other side here. Writer, play Gavroche. Yeah. When I was Gavroche. 10 years old, yeah, it was my first acting job. No was, way! Was, uh, Gavroche and Les Miserables. Yeah. Oh in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, I did it in San Francisco. Yeah, so it was my first my first professional gig. So I definitely like have such a personal connection did to it. Did they call and, you like, for the movie? No, no. The, you know what? They you actually did call me. Much. They did call me when it came to um, L.A. when I was about 20 years old. Oh. But I can't sing at all anymore. But they called me. They were like, we'd love to bring you back oh. as Marius. And like, you know, try And I was oh. like, I can't. Yeah. And of course, it was like, you know, 10-year-old me was so mad at 20-year-old yeah. me. Because when I was 10, I was like, I'm going to come back. Keep and I'm going to do man. this again. But I, I mean, I couldn't even really sing back then. Like, Gavroche could get away with just rapping, basically. You know, just like, <laughs> Uh, the kid in the, the movie has an amazing oh, voice. Still so on stage, I was definitely like much more of the actor. Skipper. When they let him the sing, he has an amazing yeah. voice. Yes, they yeah. fucked it, his part yeah. in the movie. But yeah, true. Again, I know people are angry. People who love the musical, I, I don't care. I <laughs> freaking loved it. And the gentleman who plays the bishop in the film... Colm Wilkinson, incredible. Come on, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he, and, and and now you've got the original London cast. He's incredible. I yeah. mean, once you hear yeah. his voice, it's like you can't get it out of your yeah. head. He's he's amazing. So, Have and, you listened and, to the London cast yet, or you just got it? No, the London. Oh, I've been listening. What do you think of listening to the car? I mean, all I day. What was the movie soundtrack? That was yesterday. Oh, today whoa, was the London whoa. cast. <laughs> The next uh, CD you got to buy is the complete symphonic recording, okay. which is all the songs from the entire. It's. I mean, I remember it like it came out in like '95, and it's like you know three CDs worth of music, but it's so good because it has it. everything that you you know you don't hear normally. And I'm going to announce this right now. Uh, it may. I'm planning for it for this year. It may be 2014. I'm going to do a one man show in my backyard. <gasps> Wow. Oh, what's your That's so right. You can actually uh, sing. I will buy the it's, well, Right now, it's, it's, uh, um, it's uh, Javert. I mean, that's the... Why weren't I'm, I'm, you... Because I'm more of a baritone. Oh, why wasn't I Javert? <laughs> why wants it? Psych has a musical coming out this year, for God's sake. Oh, my God. They obviously hadn't seen they it. They hadn't seen it. Or they didn't it. know. <laughs> so that's, that's my five. Nice. Proceed. Well done. Well done. Well done. Will you please uh, videotape? Well, your show? You know, I think, you, you know, the singer Jessie J, I think she was in the London cast also as a kid. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think she was. And she's got an incredible voice. Also, my best friend in high school, Sybil Sieber, married Herbert Kratzmer, who wrote the book for Les Mis. Whoa. Way to go, girlfriend. He's poor. Anyway. We are dialed so in Les Mis. We are so dialed sad. in. Struggling. <laughs> dialed in. Don't see that shit. But, um, oh, am I on? Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Your turn. <laughs> So, you know, there were a lot of, I, I love watching TV. I watch a lot of TV, and there were so many great shows, of course, and great seasons. Dexter and his dark passenger, who, uh, you know, is now away. an excuse for everything. <laughs> um, and I always just thought, boy, you know, we could all use a dark passenger. It's like, honey, I, I didn't mean to join Ashley Madison. It was the dark passenger <laughs> that made me join it. And I, I'm just, I'm just terrible. I'm just beset. But, so, uh, may I say, has anyone heard the theme for the Ashley Madison website? I no. think it's I horrific. have. It. Yeah. What is I'm it? Like, I'm a traveling man. I'm on the road. Yes. Really? I'm this for my family. Oh Literally, my God. I'm out getting tail to save for my, family? my family. Exactly. Wow. I deserve oh this. Oh, yeah. golly. Sorry. Oh, it's, Go it's ahead. It's terrible. Proceed. No, you're right. They're real martyrs on that site, huh? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I also love Boardwalk Empire. I love Justified because I oh. love Timothy Olyphant. Oh, yeah, okay. Great. 
Um, Can I say very quickly, I was driving uh, along Sunset. This is a few years ago. And uh, and he was crossing Sweetser, and it was like a blustery day. And he had sort of a billowy T-shirt on, and the wind just hit it in a certain way. Because he's got these pectoral muscles that are just yes. that I don't I don't understand I don't understand just like from a physiological standpoint I how they work implants. they might be implants and if no. I, it's okay if they are they're, but they're beautiful and I'm square and huge and it was just it, it was it was like a scene from a movie and, and just and the wind was ruffling oh his hair and I just was mesmerized by it and then I looked up and I really very nearly drove into Cabo Cantillo <laughs> because I was so mesmerized how do you explain by him. that uh, How do you explain that to anybody? Incredible beauty. The I mean, yeah, he is beautiful. You show a picture. He's so of him. beautiful. I've That's... had so many near accidents because of Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, but I have to say, and of course, Downton Abbey and Walking Dead mm-hmm. and Good Wife, Boss, Boss, which got canceled. Great show. But I have to say. Second season of that, though? Okay. They did two seasons did and now it's canceled. And that's, you know, Nia, part of his divorce is hey, Boss got canceled. And I'm selling my houses. You've heard about this what with Kelsey Grammer. No, no. It's Kelsey Grammer show. Oh. It's, it's, he's the mayor. He's the mayor of Chicago, and it's all you know. I mean, there's legendary uh, Daily's whole you know thing was supposed to be incredibly corrupt, and I think it's basically just uh, kind of like that. But it, it's just it's the kind of skullduggery that you could never even conceive of. It's so well done. Mm. I, I know one of the producers of that show. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was a dad at my kid's school. And he said, oh, I'm going to work with Kelsey Grammer. We're going to do this thing. It's really dark. And I had um, briefly, very, very briefly worked with Mr. Grammer, and who was nothing but lovely to me. But I was like, that man is dark. He is a dark yeah. son of a gun. And he gets to really, you know... Express that in this role. See, and I said, if it's you can fantastic. tap into that thing, he is <clears throat> They channeled dynamite. it. I mean, they he's a tremendous it. actor. You look at the stuff. He is. Yeah, he's great. But speaking of dark, I think the, oh. the show that really was a milestone for me and, and brought me and my daughter so much together is Dance Moms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Abby Lee Miller. Abby Lee Miller. the darkest thing on TV. Who really my husband yeah. says reminds him of Cartman. Oh, because uh, I, yeah. 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 I don't know. Is, is this a reality show? It's a, yeah. it's a reality yeah. show, and it's terrifying. It is no horrifying. It is the I, worst one of all the bad ones. Mm-hmm. She's yelling at children, and she's I'm, and these women, the mothers allow it. They yeah. deserve it. Because they don't want it. <laughs> They're That's not even right. stretching enough. They don't love it enough. I was, She's, that was on in our house cons- last night. The basic conceit of the show is, what if monsters were real? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's and lived in Pittsburgh, oh, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is so brutal. But uh, from the my jump, that show is the worst. Can't miss it. <laughs> it is. It's, it is intoxicating, like all the bad shows are. Of just like, no way. We had it on last night, and I was like doing work on the computer, but it was on the background, and I didn't look up, but there was just screaming. Of she was just screaming, and she was like. <gasps> How old are you? You're nine. You're crying like a baby. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, Save she's the tears for the pillow. She's nine. Yeah. She's oh, she is God. a baby. Sounds like a character yeah. somebody's doing. She is. Well, it kind of, she kind of is. is. Yeah. I heard yeah. a story. Jim Belushi yelled at a kid in a voiceover job. Really? He, he, he That's was flopping his line. Like, flopping his line. No, 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 no. You a baby? You kid? <laughs> wow. Really? She yeah, a little like Jim Belushi. You've never heard Jim Belushi? Oh, your sister. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. And, no, it's all right. <laughs> I have two beards in me, so I can attack Jim That's Belushi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
But from from the uh, from the opening sequence, or from like the the credit oh sequence God. of that show, she she just kind of does that neck roll yes. of yeah. anger, uh-huh. just yes. a, a, but to nothing, <laughs> just to the camera. Just started yeah. off, she's yeah. winding up. She's and just mad at the, the camera the, for introducing her. The and ad for the second season is is a takeoff oh, on um, what was it uh, uh, Flashdance? Flashdance. Oh, she's, yeah. She gets God. the water like she does the whole. She drops but the, then the water, water goes on, on the, the moms. Yeah. But this is really just oh, the, I get the it. Yep. absolute yep. pinnacle of mm. malevolent narcissism in the sense that these mothers would just throw their daughters. And every week on, they're like, the I'm floor. out of here. My kid is not yeah, going to be I am not coming this. back. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah, they are. It's like, this is for you. you yeah. I'm leaving for you. Yeah. No, no, you've been insulted and, and shamed and dissed, and you're leaving. Oh. Brisley deserves a solo yes. in this dance. Yes. Look yeah. at the pyramid. Who's the on the top? Right. Maddie's on top again. Right. Maddie again. Yes. Always Maddie. Uh, benevolent narcissism is the name of my out. My, Malevolent. My, it's one man show? It is? Awesome. <laughs> it's not out yet. I'm, well, I'm publishing it myself. It's going to be an e-published thing. But you should do but, it at uh, the same time as your bacon app, so yeah. you've really got a lot going on. He's so enterprising. I admire him so much. Um, my second favorite thing of 2012 was a riot LA, which was the first annual yeah. alternative comedy festival, yeah. and of course Sketchfest, which I always think is just an incredible event that I'm so happy and proud to be part of. But riot LA was really interesting the way it was set up because I, I, you know, when I read the instructions about this is at this venue and this is at this venue, yeah. I always assume, well, that's seven blocks away and that's ten blocks away. No, it was all the same street. It was yep. clubs right next to each other. And it was it was so well conceived and with you know food trucks and a parking lot and and we it put was so just much work into it but it went so well it was yeah, great yeah, really cool I'm really proud I of that really love yeah. that and uh, let's see uh, well you said a theme song now this is well, kind we'll of that's for we'll later that. oh okay well then I'll skip that mm-hmm. uh, I love Jimmy Fallon's bits but his uh, oh. one with Call Me Maybe did you see that bit oh. he did well he has the real singer from the song. Carly and and then he's, and then he's got the, the roots in back of him, and they're all playing kid instruments, like, nice. you know, kazoos and... Oh, he did that with uh, Mariah Carey, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did? Oh, I didn't Is see that. Is that thing now? That's how it's, it's so, so having sweet. The roots, having the roots on your show is a stroke of genius. I know. It's so good. I know, and he tells a story about that of just, you know, saying, well, if I had my druthers, I'd love to have the roots. And he didn't never expect in a thousand years to get them, and, and he did, which is great. So oh, cool. So exciting. We live in a world that you can ask people to do things like that. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Well, we, we can't. That's the truth. Yes. <laughs> in fairness, we can't. No, well, I did. I mean, yeah. it doesn't come true, but right. you can ask. Well, yeah, we have the roof. Look at this, this room, podcast. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a good room. That's a good room. We did. Oh, yeah. It's a good room. It's a good room. <laughs> um, and then I had a favorite book, which is not, it was, it's, it's an older book, but it's called Ant Farm by Simon Rich. And it is just one of the, it's a small book. Whenever I have a friend who's sick, I always give it to them because it is so funny. He was, I think he was the president of the Harvard Lampoon. And he wrote this when he was 22. What's the author's name? His name is Simon Rich. And it's got premises like, you know, Abraham, the conversation he has with with Isaac after God says, no, you don't have to sacrifice your son. The conversation he has going back home. It's like, now we're not going to tell your mom about this. (laughs) And hey, how'd you like some ice cream, champ? You know, it is just such funny stuff. Um, so that's, I guess, that's the basic stuff I, I really loved about 2012. Nice. Great list. Well, very good. Mr. Mr. Howell. All right. I'm going to go. Timothy Almondson. 
Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Oliphant. 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 Oh, yes. I'm confused. You know, I, yeah. I like the combo. Did you have yeah. people calling you that? No, but Tim and I are next to each other on every list because it's O-L and O-L. Right. There you go. Oh, yeah. He gets paid a lot more money than I do, though. Sure. <laughs> Alphabetically? <laughs> Uh, okay, Eight Adam Aronson makes so much cash. So much money. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go five to one. Whoa! I'm gonna go uh, countdown style. That's sure. exciting. Uh, Build yeah. it up. My number five is uh, the television station Palladia, uh, which is it's a it's the high def music station. Yeah, it's pretty. Cool. It used to be called MHD. Now it's called Palladia, and they and they generally rerun a lot of like MTV Glass VH1 Berry specials. Shit. Yeah, right. Palladia. Cool. And what but, is this on? It's on. Um, I have Time Warner. Okay. So. It's on Directv too. Yeah, I'd imagine it's on yeah. Directv. Uh, yeah, it's it's all high def and it's all like music related stuff. But they do uh, what they do, which I love, and and it's it's the first time in forever that I've just turned on a station and left it on. You know, I haven't been able to yeah. do that in a long time. Uh, they show a lot of uh, British music festivals. So they'll do like wow. Glastonbury and the V Fest and all this stuff, and it'll just be on for hours. So the, and and the sound is great, and the picture is great, and and it's like you hear bands that you know, you hear bands you don't know. It's like it's it's just it's it's like a really good radio station. And they're playing like when they show the footage of these things, they're playing the biggest festivals oh, you've yeah. ever seen. It's just like this mass of like miles, seas, and miles, and seas of, of people, thousands Gosh. of people, yeah. all packed in. Everyone is on ecstasy, like yep. just visibly. <laughs> so they're easy to tame. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just—it's great to watch. It's—it's it's really I, I I love it. I'm totally mesmerized. Is it a new I've channel? Never seen. I've never uh, heard of it. It's, it's been on for a few years at least. Yeah, it's been on for a few. Yeah, it's not. It didn't awesome. come out in 2012. It's for amazing. Sure, it's I, like 200,000 people into Kaiser Chiefs or right. whatever it is. It's like, <laughs> right. It's the most amazing thing. Yeah, and it's like a roiling like pot of humanity. It's just—it's just like it, people are jumping up and down. It's just—it's—it's it's beautiful to watch. It's a lovely thing. Agreed. Uh, That's cool. Uh, number four, hot Cheetos and Takis. Ooh. What's a <laughs> not not the actual uh, snack, but the song about hot Cheetos and Takis. Did anyone hear it? No. Oh. Who does? Really? Oh, I'm the only it? one. Can you hum a few bars? Um, well, I could play it. <laughs> I, I couldn't think like Lay Mills. No, it's a it's a hip hop song, so I really can't. But it it, it was done by. Uh, six kids in an after-school program in Minneapolis, oh um, and and they're all you know they're maybe nine to fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Uh, and they are all incredible rappers with like like really clever rhymes and like and flow that is interesting and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like pleasing to the ear. And it's it's, it's a song. It's a six-minute song about wow. snacks. Oh my gosh! It's so about excited. snacks, and it's about how much they love hot Cheetos and Takis. Are Takis tacos? A Takis are are like a sort. Of, it's something you would see in like a, a Mexican sort of a convenience store. Okay. They're uh, they're like rolled up Doritos. Oh. Um, and, and in fact, this song got me to go to a, a, a little Mexi Mart and pick <laughs> some, some up and eat some, and they're delicious. Uh, you started kids. rapping. The song accomplished yeah. its goal. It, it absolutely got it out did. There. Absolutely <laughs> did. They need to pick that up as their yeah. theme song for their. But it's it's it goes on forever, and and all of these kids get a verse, and they're all really interesting, and it's it's just it's good. It was one of my favorite songs of the year. Oh, that's so cool. Did you ever hear that thing that I think is the Langley Music School project, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it's like it was back in the sixties or seventies? Like yeah. it was a long time ago, where like they, it was it was one of the first like school choirs that all did like popular music. Like mm-hmm. oh all, wow, so it's all sister these, act like, style. Yeah, it's all these kids, all <laughs> these like you know eight year old kids singing like you know God only knows by the Beach Boys mm-hmm. and things Aww. like that. But it sounds really cool. That's awesome. And then, like, that school in New York did it, and then mm-hmm. they're like, they do it now, like, the yeah. thing. It's, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Kids are great. Kids are great, basically. Kids. Number three. Yeah, for kids. Cool. Kids. Kids. Kids are my number four. <laughs> which brings me, oh, which really does not bring me to my number three at all. Um, but, okay, they're, they're, it's kind of a tie. Uh, two total shitbag uh, reality shows that I'm obsessed with. Um, the first is Gigolos. 
on Showtime? Oh, I've heard of that. I wanted him. Is it really about Gigolos? I, I did it's a reality show, right? It's a reality show. show. Right? It's it's show. I did oh. see it. Yeah. It, it's astonishing. That oh, this, it's so good. That, that I the women can't believe I've not seen it. The women to be photographed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It's uh, just unbelievable to it's me. It's truly incredible. It's just something they pay. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, it's, you know, it's like five or six episodes a season. So it's, you know, it's one or two women per episode. And it's, you know, I mean, people will do anything to get on camera. Yeah. I was cut out of season one. Yeah. That's a shame. That is a shame. The other Tim made it in. It is. Because of his pet. Yeah. Yeah. You like take off your shirt, put your no. shirt back on. It's uh, it's perfect in every way. It's uh, there is uh, there there uh, one of the gigolos is a guy named Brace who's like from Brace, uh, who's that from looked, Michigan. With blonde hair, like a yeah. Kato kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got this ridiculous <laughs> accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's so, it's like Michigan by way of California, and he's and he's oh and he's probably. Gosh. Just Fifty-two like years old, oh, right? Oh, probably. Like, it is Kate. Yeah. Well, the thing is, and, and the thing, and like, I thought that when I when I when the show first started, it's like, who would pay for this? But then they show some of his scenes, and you know what? He's got some moves that I respect. <laughs> he really does. He's got like a finishing move, like a Mortal Kombat character. That I was like, I I, I, I sat up. Yeah. I sat up in my seat and I said, you know what? I respect it. He knows what he's doing. Uh, it, it's it is it's so so bad, but there's something about it that is just utterly mesmerizing. Uh, on the same note, uh, the real world uh, ro- real world road rules challenge, oh, uh, yeah. which continues, mm. came back stronger than ever this year. I don't watch either of those shows individually anymore, except as like I don't think they're interesting, except as a feeder to the challenge. Uh, yeah. It's become, I think, the battle of the network stars of our generation. Hmm. Um, it is. It's a terrible show, full of, of sociopaths. For? Nobody. Every oh. single person is is legitimately vile, sociopathic, and terrible. <laughs> but but it's it's it, it kind of it, it's in in a way it's like the perfect version of what reality shows should do. All of these people are now they're all people who are probably twenty two, right? Yeah. So they grew up in a time where there was just always reality TV. So they, they oh. always thought about what, what kind of person they were. You know what I mean? They That's always really thought about putting a character brand. together to go on one of these shows. Yeah. And, uh, and, so, and now they're all in a house together and it's just unlimited booze. And it's like it's, – it's in its way – Fascinating to watch. Oh my God. It's my dad's mom's. Really? <laughs> Have you guys Everybody seen the it. ads for that celebrities in danger, the high dive? Mm-hmm. What? No. It's, it, instead of making a whole, instead of making a whole series out of it, thank God. Well, it's, ABC is making a whole series. Out of it. Yeah. Wait, it's, like, it's a one it a two hour special. Do, do you it's, know yeah, the it's, it's like. <laughs> Terrell Owens we'll is on it. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, JWoww from Jersey Shore yeah, yeah. is on it. Has all these like celebrities doing like. High dive, dive. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So they always land so in a dangerous. lake of diarrhea, like on uh, what is it? Wipeout. I don't watch any reality shows. Am I the only one here who's never seen a housewife show? I've never. I saw a couple episodes of Jersey. I don't watch reality shows, but there was something on I loved where they had all the reality show people I didn't know, like in a challenge of the network stars. Remember that? Yeah. They had this guy from The Amazing Race, a black guy. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. I love that. Yeah, it's just I cheesy. Yeah. yeah, I almost I feel, feel like, like tug of war. Yeah, that's. I mean, there should just be more of that kind yes. of stuff. Because you'll only get you only get the worst the of the worst. Captain of the team. Yeah, no. really? he was the guy who won the Amazing Race. Was the captain? Okay, and they had yeah. I'm glad uh, Johnny Sunshine went away. What was that guy's name? He was around forever. Johnny Johnny oh. Fairplay. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Johnny Fairplay from Survivor. Oh who was. God. 
the most annoying yeah, guy. He was a villain. Yeah, well, he did that thing where like, like he, he was milking that his grandma had died oh, on the show I about in order to get sympathy. Podcast. Yeah, Ugh. and then yes. and then he would just show up at every everything. Kind of like Sally Kirkland at the Oscars. Oh. <laughs> well, she's she always she's always there. there, and like and now yeah. people on like the, on the yeah because she was nominated like eighty one or whatever it was. For, well, how, how long did Gervais, the first survivor? Oh, he was, he was doing he was milking it, but for, 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 for yeah. yeah, but now it's, yeah yeah yeah. 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 But didn't he go to jail for no? That's, that's, that was Richard Hatcher. Richard Hatcher. Richard Hatcher. Oh, that's Richard. Not the actor. Gosh, <laughs> I'm not. I don't know this world. Yeah, a lot of reality shows I think have like pretensions. Not pretensions, maybe, but but they they aspire to be something better than they are and I'm yeah. just not interested no I like, like I, it's if, so cheesy they yeah. had a thing where they were mi- pretending they were making a movie do you remember this oh yeah, yeah. filmmakers yeah. yes not filmmakers no no, no. Uh, film fakers film, no, 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 no. they were when acting in a movie no 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 not not a they, they made it like a movie. They had the woman who is from Survivor who did a sex tape and um um Lewis Yes and and oh, uh, yes, uh, they, it was on E. It wasn't really a make believe movie, but I'm sure it never happened. They they thought that, like how you really do movies, you all stay in a house together. So they had mm-hmm. them fighting and Johnny Fairplay. You know, yeah, what I'm yeah, about? yeah, absolutely, yeah. It was, it, and they did make a, a slasher movie starring only reality people. And, was so, and, and they, they had auditions. It was so cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, celebrity rehab is is up there oh, with oh. the cheesy because I think Drew I Pinsky. Is, is pretending to be a doctor. It's such yeah. a farce. You know, when, when things really bad happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you go to rehab, I'm sure you don't have pillow fights and go to porno conventions yeah. and, and have Tim Sizemore in the same room with Heidi Fleiss, who right. you've got arrested was, for beating up. I was up. in the room yeah. with Tom Sizemore. And <laughs> <laughs> Tom Sizemore. Sorry. I'm, no, but I mean, you know, no he's such a deer it. in the headlights when something really serious happens, where, you know, the, the services of a real doctor would come in handy. Yeah. Then right. you realize what but a fraud this guy TV? is. He's a tool, but it's fun. Yeah. Well, sir, there's no going to be uh, no celebrity rehab reunion because they're mostly dead. Oh. It's sad. the thing. People do No, Rodney yeah. King, this guy mm-hmm. Mike Starr, mm-hmm. Jeff Conaway. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You shouldn't do your times. recovery on television. On TV. Probably. Yeah. yeah. That's probably like the kind of thing you ought to do. Not Thank good. You. If you're serious about recovery... Put the cameras away. Yeah, yeah you I mean, don't want to be under scrutiny. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, most so of those sad. people aren't serious about recovery. It's just well, they're there. No. They, they, get, they get a paycheck. So they yeah. can yeah. buy more drugs. <laughs> they had Dennis Ro- They'd have people that weren't even... You know, doing drugs like Mackenzie Phillips or, oh, yeah, I haven't done anything for five years, but I need money and my SAG insurance. You know, well, I just came uh, out with the book about my dad. So. Yeah, yeah. And, that right. times out pretty well. Right. Oh, that's so sad. Very sad. That's why I like things that are just that are just on the surface, super <laughs> shitty, yeah. and cheesy, right. and bad, and, and they have no apologies. They are with yeah. Well, no, yeah, I, I would respect celebrity lives. rehab. It's 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 what's it called? It's a real life. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretending to be yeah, yeah. It's it, pretending to be something more than it is. Well, I used to love um, what's that show? Um, uh, man, um, I, I'm not coming up with words. I hope I'm not getting uh, mash. No, no, no. <laughs> Where they would lose Some weight with Harvey. Oh, I loved it. It was so oh, stupid. I used to love Biggest Loser until it became like a four and a half hour show yeah. every week. Yeah. Too many. And I was like, can we do this? We can and do this in an hour. We can do this in an hour. <laughs> yeah. And also, that show kills people. I don't think anyone has actually died, yeah. but they've, they have lost weight in such unhealthy ways and like and almost women, everybody gains it all There's like women now that are doing things because they've developed eating disorders so horribly. Right. Like they're speaking out against what the right. show does to you because yeah. it is crazy. Yeah. Because it's all about the weigh-in. Yeah. So you're like a high school wrestler. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to like Screech was in it. He was pretty good. Like, oh my god! Cursing yeah, people yeah. out and Oof. yeah. 
Anyway, you guys. Thanks. That was good stuff. I'm writing. Thanks. You fell down the reality show rabbit hole. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. It's easy to. It's really easy to. Uh, my number two thing of the year was Silver Linings Playbook. Ooh, I really enjoyed so the movie. Great. Of course. Good movie. It was so uh, great. Fantastic. I loved. I laughed. I cried. Oh, I God. just. It was everything that but I. It's a movie liked that's making before. manic depressive guys so charming. They're really good looking. They want yeah. sex. I was resentful. You know, <laughs> if you have manic depressive, you're not good looking. You're not going to get laid. But they're right. so charming. So that's movies in general. You know, I, I find. <laughs> it weird like because uh, a lot of people have said things like that like oh I have a relative who's manic depressive and it's nothing like that well, movies are are almost never anything like yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, you know right. they're just and they're not, like you go to escape I was so he impressed did. he's one of those guys so that was on my radar it was just no. like oh you're just that guy yeah. Yeah. funny yeah. and you're good no. looking and then watching that movie I was like oh you're a genuine actor yeah. Damn it. really I haven't amazing. seen it yet but that's gonna make because I like all the performances oh I know no I felt I hated him I don't want to ruin it for Timothy but the third act was Dancing with the Stars. It is. Yeah. It is. I just Am I going to cry as much as I did at Le Miz? Probably not. One of the best ones ever made. Yeah. You know, but I, I think it was hyped it. up a lot for people, so yeah. they're a little disappointed. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. like, especially in this town, everyone's like, oh, oh well, Oscar, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man, blah. I got yeah. Argo yeah. hyped up. Man, I love Brian Christ. It's going to be phenomenal. It's a, all right. I caught it early. So Silver Linings is like, I really liked it, but like the first 45 minutes were really irritating, but I felt like they had to be. Like they had to really tell these guys literally have real... Mental issues. I yeah. loved They're it not, top to bottom. I yeah. was. I didn't know. But, but I just it, but knew it, the buzz, but I didn't know. But it reinforces know if you, you know? go fuck you. You're allowed to curse on this, right? Yep. No. Okay. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> fuck you. You fuck, and then they'll want to have sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they're being assholes to each other. <laughs> I loved it. I just absolutely <laughs> loved it. Loved it. I mean, that's yeah. it. I don't know. But I, 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 I really loved it. Yeah. yeah. Better. Yeah. It worked for me. Uh, and my number one thing of 2012, thank you for the drum roll, um, was uh, Todd Glass coming out of the closet on WTF yes. with Mark Maron. Yeah. That I was pretty moving. That was I never fantastic. The whole interview, the whole interview was I heard that. It was great. Oh, so good. I, I was listening to it while I was driving, and I had to pull over my car mm-hmm. and like delay errands and mm-hmm. just listen to it in a parking space. Um, it was he breaks any huge, stereotype. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he does that, but it's also uh, he. You can tell that he is really going through coming out in real time. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like he's and he's in his late forties or whatever, and he's been in a relationship for a very long time. But he's going through things that I remember going through, and like, mm-hmm. like he it's it's two hours of him talking about being gay without him ever saying the word gay. He can't. Mm-hmm. He can't. He right. can't. He says come he out doesn't of his like mouth. the word. Yeah. He doesn't like the word, but I, rem- I remember like going word. through that, you know, and like and thinking like, well, I'm me. I'm not really that thing that everyone thinks, you know, yeah. it, it's it it was like it was honestly it was like listening to my sophomore year of college, wow. oh. but with a much funnier, smarter person going through it <laughs> and, and much more quickly and in a more self-aware way. And and, and I'm not I, you know, I don't listen to a whole lot of WTF, yeah. but uh, somebody had, had said that I had to listen to that one. And I did. And I thought Mark Maron was great. I thought it was it was. It, 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 he didn't sensationalize it. He didn't yeah. go for easy jokes. It was just, it was like, it was just gut wrenching. And, and again, like silver linings, I laughed and I cried. Mm-hmm. And they had a dance at the end, and he danced <laughs> at the end, and it was glorious. Well, what's also great about that episode too, and there's been a handful of these through all the podcasts. There's so many podcasts now. It's like I feel like it like legitimizes podcasts to an actual like important thing, right? And not just trivial fluff, which a right. lot of them. I mean, like our podcast is fucking. I was going to yeah. come out next. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for Fred to come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know, like we're, we're all about just like came in a light. Yeah. Having a fun time with it, but like it's like we've come a long way from like the morning zoo radio shows right. to now these podcasts are like legitimate 
pieces of well, expression it's one and of the art. Most you know, intimate like, and candid ways you can get a person because they're not they don't have a time limit to right. say like what's your soundbite on this. They're not gearing it towards an audience. You're actually getting to listen to a conversation, yeah. and ones like that they take you aback because it feels so personal. Yeah, yes. and it's just. It's not premeditated. It's a conversation, and it's a really, it's really cool that they that conversations like that exist, and you can listen right. to it, and right. you f- it feels so real because it it is. It was real, yeah. it was and real. it's like Marin does his show in his garage. Yeah, like, right. most of these podcasts are done in people's homes. It's a or, crazy place in Culver City, right? <laughs> exactly. So, like, there's that intimacy to them that you're not going to this crazy studio. There's not you don't have 14 handlers around. Yeah. you. there's not to, like, the list. Okay, you're going to do seven do minutes. You're, you're, you need to make sure you tell yeah. this thing about your show. Well, or whatever, right. plug your thing, yeah. and that's what that is. It's like people sit down and they have these like raw conversations with each other. Some are more successful than others, but yeah. it's it's re- it's like really like all these people listen to this and everybody's just in on this like thing. I think it's pretty magical, and it's, it's so right. accessible because to that's think true. of like a younger person going through stuff and hearing that show, mm-hmm. it's where else are they going to hear that kind of candid answer? That's not a pep talk or a book, you right. know? Like it's just a it's a way that you can relate to people that you've looked up to in such a way. Like yeah. it's so humanizing. I may mm-hmm. change well when I go. Podcast. Um, when it's my turn, I'll shut up. But you changed my mind. Oh no! Well, I was going to say um, I'm not plugging, but when my, my my Seinfeld year, my Kindle yeah. single. I had a, I tried getting on. Po- I didn't really know about the world of podcast till I went on Mark Marin, and then I would um, start listening to ones like this, trying to get on them. Yeah. And this year, I disco- the way you discovered Twitter. Um, there's some really great ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love. Uh, I'm gonna go and pull Shears, um, where they Dana make fun of oh, so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. bad movies and comedy, and not just comedy. There's one called Script Notes, mm-hmm. where these are two legitimate writers who make great livings, and they're just they're just answering every question. They're not. They're telling it's you don't buy, don't yeah. go to these seminars, don't buy these books on writing. Mm. So I just love every one of their podcasts, yeah. and um, so uh, yeah. So I'd have to say one of uh, I'm bumping one of my top five, but Whoa. but pot, this is the year I really got turned on to. I have a bunch of uh, favorite podcasts I listen to, and. Honestly, I was trying to promote my Kindle single, yeah. so I would look at who's the top hundred, and yeah. you guys are always in it. Yeah. And yeah. there were so many I didn't know about. Yeah. So that's um, is it my turn or yours? Sure. Yeah. Go okay, ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll bump. I'll, I'll uh, the year podcast for me, and um, <laughs> and I uh, actually I got this thing. I forgot what it's called. A jam box where you can listen. It, it picks it up. Oh, Bluetooth so, combination. Yes, yeah, yeah. so it's pretty cool. Okay, for TV. I this was the year of marathoning dramas. Where you just, I love the it's fun because you you watch them all, and, and then all of a sudden you get into Breaking Bad. Wait, I got to wait every week because yes. you're in this whole thing yes. of watching one after oh another, and, then, oh, yeah. and you, you, you forget you that's ratchet. how everyone does yeah. it. You know, <laughs> doesn't feel fair. So Breaking Bad. Well, when we get to part two, we're going to have an argument because we're one of my worst. But Breaking Bad ruined a lot of shows because it's so psychotically it's so amazing yeah. where you go, wait, that show I used to like? And you now you said it could be something that I fell in love with in 2012 yeah. even though it's old. Yeah. I got into The Wire. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. And um, I got to say, though, if you guys are into The Wire, season five, I could, it was surreal. I couldn't watch it. It was like became a different show. It That's became actually yeah, the I one agree. that we're on. We, we, we blew through the rest. We're like two episodes into five. Five is you're going to be let down. That's kind of what I hear. So it's, like, just it's just weird. Like, it's like, like McNulty. Is that the last season? Oh, yes. Okay. 
McNulty becomes Harvey Keitel from the bad, bad lieutenant. It doesn't make any sense. But those characters, Omar. Now I'm very excited that one of them. Um, did you didn't you love that? Um, what's his name? Cuddy. The the boxer guy, yeah, 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 yeah. He's now in The Walking Dead. He's The Walking Dead now, yeah. He's, oh, uh, yeah, he's so good. And what was that that guy? Um, the uh, guy that did the uh, Amsterdam. He was a oh, um, the guy. He was the lieutenant that segregated all the crime. The oh, yeah, yeah. He's on Fringe. Um, he's on Fringe. No, 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 not, no not, Bunny is the character. Bunny. He's yeah. on Fringe. No, he's not. I was thinking, oh. uh, but yeah, Bunny. But uh, I have to say, The Wire. I was like afraid to watch it because the way people didn't watch want to watch Hotel Rwanda, Rwanda. I'm like yeah. my mother yeah. because it's so real. Yeah. But then it's so real, The Wire, and there was one. I don't want to. You've watched it. I don't want I, to, Not a lot. I didn't want to ruin. I just learned after the Longshoreman, you know, series. I I won't say it, but I won't say anything. Oh, there's a great bit on Portlandia. I saw where they're talking about spoilers. The spoiler sketch from Portlandia is amazing. Yes, where they talk about no, 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 and they're talking about TV. They're doing this. Don't spoil it. No, 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 no. It's literally this. It's like a dinner party where Fred and Carrie and these other two people are like start to talk about different shows. Somebody else like, well, I'm just gonna say this. No, no, I'm just gonna say this. Dexter in a van, season three. I'm I won't spoil Dexter in the van no 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 yeah it's so funny yeah so the why um the The, the wire is also like the ultimate slow burn show it is so like molassesly paced at times so when stuff does happen it's like holy shit that just happened because it's so like real time like these investigations go nowhere it's like one episode of csi stretched out over an entire season (laughs) i couldn't get into what was that show where it was one the killing. I couldn't get I into love that. that show. Oh, I, I love, love the killing. It's coming back. It's coming oh, back. Oh, that was so such happy. a good show. On that was so slow. Netflix picked it back. Oh, uh, yeah, well, well, you, well, you learned from that in Zero Dark Thirty that it's only hot, gorgeous women that solve crimes. That's the truth. Yeah, you can't be from the CSI forensic. You can't be. If you're going to do forensics, well, forensic women are all hot. You know, uh, and, uh, what's that David Caruso one? We should make a movie about it. We'll call it Redhead Academy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, um, yeah, so, and you know, one thing I'll say about Breaking Bad, um, again, I'm, there's one of my worst things. I, I think she did a, a spoiler saying she likes it, but there are some show. There are some shows you like, but then there's oh this character or this this thing on Breaking Bad. There were no painful characters. There were yeah. no oh now the kid. Even the kid is not great. But there's no Carl from Walking Dead. There's no like way. with Dexter to seven at it. Like go <laughs> so oh, get them out of here. You know. Um, you know what I mean. And it was the, there was only two episodes on Breaking Bad. Did you all you all caught up? Yeah. No. Okay. No, because I started watching that show, mm-hmm. and as much as I like Dark, I couldn't. I, was okay. like, I got to stop. It's hard this to is, watch. The first season is the hardest. It was a, to watch. like I was yeah. six in. I'm the like, cancer I'm plus yeah. the crime oh. is like too it's, much. You're like, he, wait a minute, home life is awful. When he does what he does to the kid yeah. tied up with the plate, yeah. and, like, yeah. and he turned, but there were only like hard shows. There were only like like The Sopranos. There was so many like just for the sake of it. What's her name is going to. France and then they're singing and Junior, you know what I mean? As amazing shows The Sopranos was, there were scenes that episodes that didn't go anywhere. And, and okay, the kids talking about college, you don't have that with yeah. Breaking Bad. It's not like you know what I mean. There were yeah. the, and that's you, a bad thing. 
What? Yeah, if any, if no, anything, Breaking Bad's phenomenal. Oh, right. I'm saying there were no yeah. scenes like... I'm saying The Sopranos had... It's all lean. There's no fat. Yeah, yeah. The, only, exactly. the only thing I'd say about Breaking Bad in that is that there are times where Skylar is infuriating to watch. Yeah. Oh, people hate yeah. her on the IED. But outside of that, like... I mean, but I, I think her reactions are all genuine... For what you but it's painful because it's real. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like that was how that would happen. But you're still yes. watching. You're like, oh, you're really irritating. Yeah. Right are you now, gonna but have to walk it. into the swimming pool to get yeah. people to know? What yeah. Oh. Right. Okay, she's somebody doing. needs a little attention. She's right. an amazing actress. Yeah. Th- that's what, one of the great things about it is that that cast is just every single oh, actor Hank. on that show. Well, here's another TV show. I'm surprised none of you brought up Louie. And oh, um, what I love about it, you haven't seen it. I haven't. No. What I love about it is. It's not being like annoying, like 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 Larry David or or these bromance guys, dude, and you you and you yeah, they're being selfish and taking throwing people in the pool and having bachelor parties, you know what I mean? <laughs> or, or like it's always sunny in Philadelphia where they're kind of assholes, like hey, bromance, yeah. hey, I'm a pig, uh, but it's not snarky. <laughs> You know, where they're too, he's not too cool. You know what I mean? Like, they're assholes and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I I gave her a roofie. Yeah, you know, whatever. You know, or I don't know. I never watched the show. But but they're not, they're not. You should do the episode recaps. uh, Yes. IMDb. They're either annoying and in your face. Well, even Larry David, I'm getting tired of because, again, he, well, that's his thing. He's such an annoying Character yeah. and and Louis not annoying, but he's not the snarky, too cool. Like I used to hate um, Best Week Ever. I love Nick Kroll and Paul Shear. They're innately funny, but they would just have to. Yeah, you're a loser. You're washed up. You know what I mean? That this snarky comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not. So Louis is. Uh, it, it brings me back to like Taxi Drive. Those lonely New York mm-hmm. feel it has. What do you? So that that's a. Uh, I love the show Louis. Yeah, it's sincere. Yeah. yeah, have you seen Louis? Oh yeah, yeah. God. Plus, yeah. it's an innocence of somebody having complete creative control over the right. show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty man. And did you yeah. see the Saturday Night Live thing with Lincoln? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. oh, oh God. 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 really funny. It was really it was that was that was so good. Yeah. And I think that re- I'm sorry, that That's really true. is true. I, I work at FX, and they they really do just give him money, and it's and like go and do your thing. And you keep whatever you don't spend, and the agreement is just like what you bring back, we air. So That's, exciting. And it doesn't yeah. have these... Unheard of. Yeah. It's really unheard And it doesn't have these kind of contrived... Well, with curve, obviously it's, you know, trend-setting. But with this leads to this, and it leads right. to them getting chased in the pool. He'll just have, you know, just an interesting scene, and it doesn't yeah. have to have the big... That led to, you know, the, the thing blowing up. Yeah. Right. It's a th- they follow the, he follows the thread as long as it's interesting. Yeah. Yes. And then mm-hmm. it's just like if it ends, it ends. And maybe there are two episodes within one episode. And I it, love it. Speaking of Dane Cook, that was like a pretty fascinating episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a Dane really Cook was cool. on Louis? Yeah. He was. Yeah. It was like, I guess Louis needed some tickets to something that to like Dane the, Cook. But they had yeah. history there because in real life. Oh, no. Dan Cook yeah. was accused of quoting or stealing jokes. Stealing jokes. Stealing jokes. Right. And like, you know, so it's one of those things that, you know, he, everyone on the internet was like, oh, Dan Cook only ste-. So he had Dan Cook on the show and they referenced that. It was pretty good. It yeah, was it was pretty, pretty great. Yeah. How many have you done? Three or four? Um, I think you're four. Okay, my fourth is you said it could be. Did technical. you bring it? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, 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 I only really write and do emails. So the MacBook, I should I feel like doing a commercial. 
um, for our listeners at home, inch. there's a MacBook because, Air um, on the table. It's so light, yeah. and <laughs> the 11 inch was too small. They said it doesn't have the resolution. This man, it's just, it's funny. My, my car, I need $5,000 repairs. People say, buy a new one. If I had a choice between a new car and this, I would take a laptop. Mm, yeah. Serious. I just, I just, um, because I, I, I live by the Grow Farmer's Market. I'm always out writing, and I would bring the other heavier laptop, but I, I don't what, – what, what do I need? I don't understand what – you know? So yes, yes. this is um, – does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I, try, I want to say I tried – I was telling you before we started. I'm going to look at it. I'm very Let's proud. pass around. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tried with my, um, what's it I called? You have fantastic. it. Isn't it phenomenal? It's great. I and tried with my iPad to buy a, a um, <laughs> external. Hard drive? No, an external oh, keyboard, keyboard yeah. that's yeah. part of the case. Right. And it doesn't feel right. And we were talking about. Um, you can't really get into a We were talking about pages on iPad. Yeah. I've yet to, I, I never. Fell in love with the iPad. I don't get. Yeah. My God, what the it, it iPad? It feels like such a great idea. I just don't understand. I never it. fell into it. Yeah. I feel like if I'm going to carry an iPad around, I'll just carry a laptop around. Like at least for guys, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like we don't have like a purse that we're carrying so, normally that was like that in between is good. For me, it's like either it's pocket size, my iPhone, or like I'm yeah. like going to commit that, to the that, computer. That, that, that yeah. makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I really thought I was going to use it to write because it seems like oh, hey, that's a great idea. Yeah. But it, I could never. But do they have a keyboard? I mean, they that's have that like, like the iPhone, iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. keyboard. But you can prop it up and like in theory it should be okay. Right. But it never felt natural to me ever. Like yeah, I well, could I never get in the groove of writing. And um, yeah, so that just uh, like last week, I got it, and it was, and I, you know, the funny thing with Facebook is like, you know, before Facebook, I'm a needy pest asking people advice, but now <laughs> I could put some, hey, which laptop? Hey, dude, get this one. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so people talked me out of the 11 inch one. Yeah. So yeah, you could just say, hey, what kind of thing should I get? And people just tell you, well, get this thing. So it's um, so that is, it's one of those things where. Yeah, my favorite inanimate object. <laughs> it's, uh, I have so many. My fifth, you know, I didn't really fall in love with any movies where, I mean, where I had, like, year, feelings. Man. This is yeah. the year of, like, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. like, Argo, I was wanting to love it. I, I made a joke, well, I don't understand that, but Argo should be conv- combined with... Um, uh, flight where they finally get on the plane. It's Denzel Washington drunk drinking, and driving. It. <laughs> you know, goes upside down. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, uh, a mashup. You know, yeah. Fuck you, all these planes. I know, but can I can. Denzel Washington British in flight. I wanted no, to be it, so bad. I, w- I assume Russell Russell Brand would. Wait, are you talking huh? about the Arthur Russell? No, Argo. no Argo. Argo. But I love oh, it. I, I thought you, you were lame missing it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were lame missing it. One flight more. Russell Brand and Arthur would be in. Never you know, if I had, I, I, I just thought that like Denzel Washington was actually British chimney sweep in flight. No, but he was playing the good. He's that good. He's very good. He was playing. To me, he was playing the guy. Right, getting drunk on the plane. He was playing the guy. He played in Training Day, another asshole yes. that again women loved. Oh, God. They were loving him, and, and in was, Training Day, no, no, he's King Kong. No, no, in, did you see Training Day? Yes, he was being an asshole in flight. He was a sociopath. And, well, I think in, in flight in also. Day. In flight, flight wasn't shooting people in flight, but but he was being abusive to women, and they loved yeah. him. He was not a well, good guy. 
He was a knight in shining armor to that girl who I, eventually got into rehab. Yeah, I guess I'm... But then when she saw where... Well, <laughs> spoiler. Nothing. It's your no. turn, Fred. <laughs> I, but um, so if I had to pick a favorite movie, to me a movie that stays with you where you, you almost sort of cry, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm not an, a big animation guy, but I have to say, because I saw it for free... Well, no, that's not why I loved it. I want to see it, but Wreck-It Ralph, I have to say, oh, yeah. I'm no, not a big right. animation it guy, it but it cute. really yeah. was pretty good. You, your kids see it? Uh, my kids liked it very much. Yeah. Oh, my favorite anime. I worked on it, office. I haven't seen it. Oh, you did? It's so fun. I really think it was done we, really uh, to see it. We, uh, we, we went to the Comic-Con panel for that. Yeah. And so... uh, John C. Raleigh was there and Sarah Silverman, and John C. Raleigh was really funny because they asked about, like, how did you clear all those video game, like... Characters because there's there's nostalgic because it had yeah. like, like he yeah. knows all yeah this. there's like Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. and there's like you know all the stuff and like that and they're like well we like went to these companies and we were like look Disney wants to make this multi million dollar thing and you're Frogger so <laughs> like Thanks. do you want to hold out Frogger or do you want to be in this movie <laughs> basically and I was like yeah it's pretty deal good. is done well, since and uh, the one that they couldn't get was Mario because they wanted him to have a bigger more heroic role in it or something like that yeah there were all these clauses written in like if you're gonna have this video game character he cannot be in a yeah. scene or beat that video yeah, game they, initially you know how like you know how Cubert was like the homeless guy in that they made Cubert the one who was out of work um, at first, that was going to be Dig Dug or something, but the Dig Dug people are like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Dig Dug so, wouldn't be so out. So Dig of Dug has an appearance as like somebody not unemployed, <laughs> but Cubert was cool being homeless. Yeah. But Cubert's gotten like a big like like thing Cubert. from that. Yeah. Like all these people are like, oh, Cubert's cool. So like, there you go. He has a sense of irony. Exactly. He's <laughs> not getting higher billing than me. So, friends of mine uh, got their kids an Atari for Christmas. <gasps> Like, totally retrofitted. Wow. Oh, my technology, gosh. But full-on looks like what many of us grew up with. Told you. And it looked... I, I wanted to sit down and play it. Are the parents playing it more than the kids? They won't admit it, but yeah, I'm sure yeah. they are. <laughs> I, have a, I have an Atari 2600. It's, it's not hooked up right now, but I do have it with a bunch of cartridges. It's, every once in a while, it's fun to plug in. What's a cartridge? I know. Weird, right? <laughs> what is this thing you've got? <laughs> you got to blow it. Well, Fred's done and went to the restroom. So, <laughs> so that means it's my I will try to be as fast as possible. I have. Um, hey, man, it's podcast, no timeline. Yeah, yeah. All, right. all right. Just, just be candid. Snappy twenty minutes. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't. So I didn't put them in any real order, but I also didn't include any books, um, mostly because I already did my five favorite books on my own podcast, oh. which is a books podcast called Literary Disco. So oh, feel boy. free to check that out, Literary Disco. Um, check it out. Yeah. yeah. So we talk about books and we. Did a lot of author interviews, and um, we, you know, it's basically like an audio oh book God. club. That's awesome. But for, we did our end of the year roundup, so I already did my five favorite books. So I, I immediately took books out of the equation so I could plug my own podcast. Uh, where did um, Frog and Toad are friends, right? <laughs> Wait, what? Number where, one oh, again. Right, where, in the, where is the name of that actual? Well, Frog and Toad. Well, there's Frog, Frog and Toad. Is that what it's called? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's that. I thought it was called um, Wind in the Willows, isn't it? Oh, that's well, a separate. Totally thing. different. Yeah. Oh, okay. But there is a Frog and a Toad involved. Oh, I thought you had an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, literary something or other. <laughs> All right, so my number one uh, that I will make my number one is Beasts of the Southern Wild. <gasps> That's on my list, too. Yes! 
Yes. So go. good. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I saw this movie twice. Um, so I saw it in the theater and I cried my eyes out yeah. and I just sort of went with it. And then I had lots of discussions afterwards where people didn't like it and they yeah. had lots of good criticisms. And um, like I have, I have friends who work in like economic development mm-hmm. and they had like all these sort of intellectual ideas about why this was like this, you know, this tough movie and it didn't really accurately portray, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw it a second time and I realized it's her point of view yeah. and that the whole movie is her like mythologizing her own life and it's even better when you watch yep. it a second time because then you realize that like for instance the camera rarely goes above her height mm. you know and then it's all this voiceover stuff it's and clever. it's so beautiful and it's like you re- when you're watching it a second time I was like okay I went with this for a reason the first time it's because I got into her mindset yeah. and so this time I was trying to be more critical I was like no I just love this movie oh, so much Beast of the Southern Wild it's oh, great. great. So and the, it's on Amazon. She's amazing. Demand now. Yeah, she's incredible. Really absolutely amazing. I, Amazon. Today. So I, I actually talked to somebody who knew the yeah, editor. We watched it on Apple TV. And, and there was a conversation I had with with somebody who knew the editor, and he was like, uh, "The first cut was not that great. Like that, that, that mm. it's definitely the editing saved the actors kind of situation from what right. I've heard. But I don't care. I just it's love it beautiful. so much, and the performances end up being so yeah. amazing. So um, then my next movie is probably more debatable, which is The Master. Oh uh, I, yeah, I know it's one that one of those. I, one of the few I have not watched yet. Okay. But yeah, I've heard oh, so many different viewpoints so on it. So okay, so I actually I saw this one twice too, and it was really the second time around that I was like, okay, it's because the first time I saw it, I was tired, and I'm like a huge P.T. Anderson fan, so I was like, okay, you know, he's always surprised me. Yeah. But at least it's going to be beautiful, which it actually isn't that beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ugly and lots of close-ups of Joaquin Phoenix like twisting his face and mm. it's hard to watch. Uh, it's not a fun movie by any means. But I ended up having more conversations arguing about this movie than almost anything else in the mm. year. And I think that alone makes it an amazing piece of work. And then seeing it a second time, it it is it, 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 it not only holds up, it gets so much better. So I think I definitely recommend, even if you didn't love it the first time, watch it when it comes out on video and like sit with it for a while. And get in fights with your friends. And get in fights with your friends yeah. because you know, there's a lot of, to unpack about that movie. And you just can't say that about films that much anymore where you can really unpack something from it. And, and people can have different perspectives on it, different takes on it. And like even if you just Google it, you can read all these essays about like – you know, people have complete different takes on it, and they all work. You know, yeah. and they're all. But anyway, regardless, the performances are incredible. I and mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman mm-hmm. is just so Great astounding in that movie. He can act a little bit. Yeah, he can. <laughs> yeah. If you like that sort of thing, unpack. <laughs> that's I've never heard that expression. Is that your expression? Unpack a movie. I don't know. No, I don't know where I got it. Maybe copy, I just copyrighted. came up with copyrighted. it right now. Copyrighted. Unpackmovie.com. Well, like, you know, the first time you see it, it's, like, tightly packed. It's You don't always get everything up front, so you I have see. to take some okay. time to sit with it. it. And I just feel like we're in such an ADD world right now yeah. where everything is, like, you want it in one quick, you know. It's like, uh, you know, it's like if, if you drink Coke, right? You can mm-hmm. drink Coke, and it's, like, so good. But then when you drink a second Coke, it's like, oh, it's just right. And I feel like so many of our entertainment, our movies, our books, or whatever, is, like, for that first quick experience. And we don't have this, you know, appreciation for – anyway. So the third thing on my list is um, – I'm going to completely mispronounce this, the band and the song. Sigurus? 
Sigaros. Sigaros. I love them. I love them. And so I had this experience where I fell asleep listening to a podcast, a music podcast that NPR does called All Songs Considered, which is great. And I fell asleep. And you know how, like, when you wake up mid song sometimes, like, if you've ever taken a nap and a song is playing and it, like, hits you even harder than it would mm-hmm. normally? I don't know. At least it worked, works for me. And this song, it's, it's called Eki Muck. And they had played it as, like, a preview before the album came out. It's like a seven minute Sigaros song. And I like was in the middle of the night at like midnight crying in bed. It was oh, just yeah. so beautiful. So it's not my theme song because it's definitely not a song I would like crank up and like, you know, yeah. roll my windows <laughs> down and down. Yeah. But I listened to this a lot. Like I was upset. This song, it's it's just beautiful. And I lo- the whole album is great, but that song in particular, Eki Muk, they had it on their website for like before the album came out. So like the first six months of this year was on their website. And I just kept right. going to their website, like bookmarked <laughs> the website so I could hear this song. It was that kind of I mean I lived in awesome. San Francisco for like ten years. Was just perpetually misty mm-hmm. and and like kind of overcast and like lots of little and like Sigurosa is my soundtrack a lot on those days. Oh, overcast. And I was just uh, we did Sketch Fest produced the comedy town at Outside Lands this year and Sigurosa played there oh. and they closed one of the stages down at night and it was like misty and like oh, we we're in the forest dreamy. and there's all these lights and I was like it's Perfect. like listening to elves play. Did they invent their own language? Yeah, yeah. he sings yeah. in his Crazy. own language. Yeah. 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 It's not Icelandic. No, no they, they do some songs, and I, but no, they actually invented a language for like their second album. It's mostly Ichiru. It's <laughs> mostly what well, it is. And it's so they funny because I'm such a lyrics fanatic. Did you hear so I'm, part of is why I love it is because I can turn off that part of my brain, like hear different words it's every so time. Emotional. It's so like, emotional. The time I heard them, I had never heard of them. No one ever told me anything about them. It was at Coachella. It was a day where it was a hundred fucking thousand degrees. And, and you then, were on peyote. <laughs> actually, just I was just buttons. on uh, Coke, actually. Coca-Cola, <laughs> Diet Coke. And um, it was dusk in the desert, and the color of the sky was you know, a certain color. The temperature had become almost like amniotic fluid. I couldn't Ooh. tell the difference between my skin and the air. Right. And Sounds I heard this terrifying. music. I mean, sure you know, he had... <laughs> um, it was a full orchestra, first of all. Mm. And I don't know the names of the guys except for Jonesy, who's the lead singer. But, yeah. you know, they were playing electric guitars with violin, you know, bows. And and just another guy was playing a bass with a drum drumstick. And, but the music was so haunting and so beautiful and when you come to a band with absolutely no knowledge of them, no expectation, mm. no influence whatsoever, and love them like that, yeah. there's nothing like it. And I'm, Glossily is, is one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just incredible. think they're great. They're, they're, they're have you seen their, they have a tour documentary out on DVD? Oh, what? That is great. incredible. It's, really it's not even really a tour documentary. It's just a, a, a few shows that they did yeah. in Iceland. Oh, I have to check this and, out. And, oh, my God, it's yeah. incredible. It's beautifully shot. But it's like the, the, thing, the first thing that pops in my head when I think of it is sweaters. Everyone's got awesome sweaters. <laughs> yeah. They're playing all these outdoor when shows. Just like everyone's got beautiful woolly sweaters. <laughs> yeah. Wear them. Well, they, um, Jonesy did a, s- a semi-solo album called Jonesy right. and Alexi. That yeah. album is also incredible. It's really good, yeah. Just yeah. beautiful. Um, so my I th- my number four is Walking Dead, mm-hmm. but only this year. Because I tried that show two years ago when it first came out, and I was a huge fan of the comics. I was ready. You know, a big Frank Darabont fan. I was like, this is going to be awesome. And it was... St- 
I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't. I thought all the acting was over the top. I felt like everyone was posturing. I didn't think that it raised the stakes, even though there were zombies around. I just didn't believe it. I just was. I couldn't handle it. And then I, the end of the second season, it finally clicked for me. And then like now, the third season, which is I guess only halfway done. Yeah, I don't except, know. They, except the half season. I'm so on board. Like I went through. Oh, yeah. I'm just. I just think it's incredible. I you think will just keep trying until you like it. Yes, <laughs> I guess so. No, well, you know, this was literally just being so bored. These last like week or two that we're like going through. What haven't we watched on yeah. Netflix? It was, it was really low when they were on the farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. because turned, you know what? That's when it was a... taken over by a different producer and yeah. writer, right. oh. and right. it became so ponderous and speechy. So right. Instead of like turning into a fucking action. Terrence Malick yes. movie. Yes, it did. And Absolutely. now it's just all about zombie action. <laughs> I sat through season one because I kept waiting for Lenny James to come back, mm-hmm. and season two is like I'm not going to bother. And now I hear Lenny James is coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get back so in the game. Gotta, watch gotta get back two. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Catch up again. Season, right? Yeah. No, it's good. I feel like they weeded out a lot of the actors, too. Yeah. Like, it's an easy show got, to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Just kill yeah. them off. Yeah. The wife uh, is um, So it's finally, I feel like they got to their core cast and the core ca- interesting characters. And it's different than the ones in the comic, which I think is great. So And it looks like Carl might be okay from now on. He might be, yeah. And when they made him more maybe. of a badass, maybe a psychopath, it's gonna, yeah, it's going to be good. Um, and then my number five is. Anne Hathaway's performance in Les Mis. She was great. It is unbelievable. And like that, I, I, you know. He said that's the only thing he didn't like in it. Is Anne Hathaway's performance? You liar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's here's my caveat. That's the only thing I did like in it, actually. Yeah. But that, I thought it was, it's in the first 10 minutes of the movie. And her, you know, she, she, to me, is the reason that he directed it the way he did which is you know all these one takes close ups that performance makes that makes sense I don't think the rest of them live up to that Anne Hathaway's that that song and her take of it was just like it's so emotional I mean just thinking about it I get chills so like that I, I, that was one of the greatest moments in film I've seen all year a, a friend emailed me the exact same criticism you just yeah. got about, about the, the direction of the close ups and the, mm-hmm. just the frenetic and then the just long ponderous yeah I don't care. I was crying through all that. <laughs> I, I, I heard, though, that they are doing the music live in the movie, which I think yeah. has never yeah, been yeah. done before, and I'm, yeah. I'm dying to see it just because of that. I'm yeah, not a, a fan of musicals, but, yeah. and it, I've never yeah. seen this one, but mm-hmm. I, I want to check it out. Yeah. So that's it for Agreed. me. Agreed. Yeah, right here. All right, V, bring us home. Okay, I'm going to just go so fast. Um, we agree on Beast of the Southern World. That yes. was my number one, too. I just loved it, and I was trying to think about... I really liked it when I watched it, but the next few days, it stayed with me so much. And there's been a lot of movies I've seen this year that I've really liked, and there's a lot of glossy things that are fun to watch or dark things that you're like, oh, my God, that really moved me. Um, but this just stuck with me, and it was really thought-provoking. I thought you want to think about like the way it's shot and why they told the story like that, and I recommend everybody watch it. The performances are great, and it's just it's different than anything I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Homeland is my number two. Yes. Mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it until this year, and mm-hmm. season two didn't do it for me as much. It but, had issues, but season one, plowing through that, I have not oh had God. that happen to me. Like the we were watching it, we started, and we'd be like, okay, we can only do one more. We can mm. only... And then it's over, and we <laughs> just sit weekend. there in the dark and like look at each other, and it's like, okay, just, just load another one. 
Just do it again. And it's like four in the morning, and we were like, I started seeing two of things, and I was like, I wonder why they're doing that. And it was just that I had double vision. So we had to stop with that. Um, oh my God, two Abu Nazirs is so terrifying. Oh no. <laughs> Twins. Clever. Too many like potatoes unbearable. But I just loved it. I thought that first season was one of the best seasons of TV I've seen in yes. so long. Really exciting. Um, everybody does such a good job, and it was so. Mm interesting and like I it just grabbed me in a, a crazy way of like I had to know what happened next well you also exciting. like especially in season one you don't know who to root for yeah you have no idea who to root yeah. for like do I root for Damien Lewis do I root for I mean Claire after Danes? you like, see those first two guy? episodes you're like oh what is this show gonna do yeah, like I, and I didn't know although there so was simple. an episode this year where uh, it was when she was interrogating him yeah um, where she got him to I think give them some information after I think his hand had been stabbed and then she went in and took over there was a scene in that particular show that was my husband and I when it was over turned to each other and was like I have never seen anything like that in a movie or a TV show it was such amazing acting and writing Okay, if if you have uh, small children and no time really to watch TV, and you yeah. haven't seen The Wire or Breaking <laughs> Bad or Homeland, but been meaning to, Homeland. or Louie, they've been meaning to, Breaking like it's Bad. there on your Netflix queue ready Breaking to go. Bad. Breaking, Who do we Bad. Go Breaking, Bad. Breaking Bad, close second Homeland. Well, I would say if you only have thing. a few days, see Homeland because Breaking Bad, you're gonna you need it's some time. Yeah, you need a little more time. Okay, so, and what, The Wire, you need a lot of time. Yeah. That's what we did. We bought Breaking Bad. We, I had never seen it. We got all four seasons on uh, Apple TV. And I was with my husband and my 17-year-old, you know, and we were like, well, let's just, let's just this is going to be the last one. I mean, yep. the same thing that yeah. you guys did. We just, it and was how a lost weekend. Yeah, you cannot weekend. stop. It was the same thing for me with season one to 24 when that came out on DVD. Like, I missed it. The thing, like, deep, like 24 was the first, like, one of the very first TV boxes where people were like, you can do the oh, marathon. you can marathon this yeah. shit. Yeah. Especially since that was the real time thing. Yeah. I would sit down and watch like four to six episodes in a row of that thing. You'd want to keep going. But then when you started watching 24 Real every week, it was like, it's not as, it's not as cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, my next is documentary, Queen of Versailles. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's so, so good. good. Oh, so oh good. my God. Incredible. Good. Oh, it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Okay, John this- Cole. Where's where Jonquil now? I need to know. Jonquil's been through a lot. She's been filthy, dirt poor, no, right. and she's been filthy rich. That's right. And I'll tell you what, yeah. filthy rich ain't bad. Yeah. Um, it's so good. This was I like loved documentaries this year, and I loved yes. Netflix for it, because I could just fall through the rabbit hole of, if you like mm-hmm. this, you'll like that. And they're always right. Like, yeah. I haven't seen any, but I'm, oh. is Essential Park one very disturbing, I heard? Oh, I haven't seen I haven't that. Seen Essential that Park? The one with the uh, the muggers is from Central Park that with a rapist, but they really Ooh. didn't do it. It's like five guys oh, who yes, coerced, um, they oh, admitted no. yeah, I I not a confession, coerced confession, and then they yeah, ended up in prison. Yeah, yeah. that was Jerry Dreams of Sushi. Sorry. So good. Yeah. I've been like recommendation serving. Bill Cunningham, New York. Yep. Incredible. There's a lot that I just hadn't seen, like Shut Up, Little Man. Like there's just so many good ones that I just hadn't seen, and they're so good. But for some reason, in Queen of Versailles. I just watched it this week, so it is recent. What is that about? Oh, it's it's so about the man who like started the most successful um, timeshare thing in the world. And when they started filming the documentary, she was filming it because they're so filthy rich. He was a billionaire, and he was building a replica of the Palace of Versailles, which was going to be, gonna the, be largest. the largest home. Yeah, largest like single-family home in America. Yeah, oh, and, and uh, you and meet... It's like the most tacky people, the most... like. 
ridiculously aged trophy wife that you find out is actually smart and the most spoiled entitled kids and they're so out of touch and they're so vile but during the filming of the documentary there's the huge economic crisis and it's like you watch this family fall in a way that's like I mean it doesn't get heartbreaking for their financial situation but it's so fascinating and to watch these people like the things they said at the beginning that are so out of touch and crazy and then by the end they there's like dog poop all over their house i mean yeah. it's wow it's a crazy yeah. thing they can't move into the home the home goes on foreclosure like this palace of versailles that they're being so snotty about i mean yeah. it is cr- the filmmaker i forget her name um but she started out as a photographer and she met this she met jackie what's her last name oh siegel jackie siegel because she took a picture of her bag at a party because she had a like twenty thousand dollar handbag and so this picture became one of time magazine's um best photographs of the year and that's how she like forged this friendship and got into their family to make this movie but it is so funny and sad and such a sad look at america and such a sad look at like people selling dreams that you can't fulfill and what that business is, I think everybody should watch it. Oh, it's I agree. super fascinating. I've heard yeah, amazing so things good. about it. Yeah. So good. Oh. Um, living in a dollhouse? That's oh, my God! Oh, sorry, she hasn't seen her own kids? Yeah. You're like, and what? She hasn't seen yeah. them in 20 years. Yes. I'm Holy so shit. thankful for Miss Jackie to give me this, yeah. this oh. dollhouse that yeah. I live in. Yeah, it's literally oh like, they build like a, like a, a, a slightly playhouse. bigger than regular like dollhouse for like their, their for twins. Their I asked yeah. Miss Jackie to give me this. I'm so lucky. Like, yeah. her bed is folded because she can't unfold it. Yeah. It's actually it's an American girl doll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dream come yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. And she like lit. oh, it's it's really it is tragic in a million ways. And the kids like the shopping addictions. I mean, everything is just like oh, fall into that. Yeah. Now this I'm not proud of. I didn't want to put it on my list, but it is what it is. <laughs> Honey boo boo. It's on my list. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. Let's discuss it. Um, okay, I watched Toddlers and Tears. That's Me my sure. my dirtiest. I've seen it, of, and that's where I saw that kid for the first time. Yes, mm-hmm. and she was so funny. <laughs> she's great. And those, she's she's just but so... That's a spin-off. I never saw either one of them. I mean, I, I guess it's a spin-off. It's a spin-off, yeah. of, it's a spin-off of, of Toddlers and Tears. They met this girl from Toddlers and Tears because she was in a, a beauty pageant. And now they decided, like, this little girl had so many sound bites and she was such a viral sensation. Her name is Honey Boo Boo, Alana. Um, that they, although although like, it isn't. Sorry. It's, it's Alana, she, so-and-so. It's Alana, and she says Honey Boo Boo a lot. But that's not. But then not, they just decided to call her that. They just they, kept it. And they kept it. Nobody in the show ever calls reality her TV isn't actually real. Yeah. Yeah. We're breaking the dreams called, tonight. Honey Boo Boo, although no one has ever called her Honey Boo <laughs> Boo. Nobody calls her that in her family. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's just a catchphrase. It's a catchphrase. Not that I've seen it. Hey. No, no, no. the marketing kid. Yeah. Here comes so, Alana. I was really excited when I heard the show was coming because I loved her. The crazy stuff she said. She was like the most grotesque kid on Toddlers and Tears. And also the one, her mom wasn't mean to her. Like, right. all yeah. those mothers are so mean. And her parents were just like, whatever she wants to do. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. not mean to her, but like, here, Pretty is, abusive. here is your breakfast, which is Mountain Dew. Right. right. You know, <laughs> get your go-go yeah, cheese I think puff. It's misinformed. cheese puff. Yeah, yeah. Go go juice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I don't <laughs> think it's going to pan out well. But at the time, it's not malicious. Right. And so I was like, I think I like this show, and I got all excited to have a party with myself when the show premiered. And I was so just, I was so sad because there's like toot sound effects in the pro. Like it's just like so is tacky. That a sound effect? Or yes. Really? No, that's not real. But they react to it. I know. I think they were told. But we'll, uh, we'll fix your fart. It, it is. It's a thing. It's like it's like a Simpsons couch gag that the sound is different every time. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> is it really? It really is. It really is. For me. Yeah. It really is. Um, so I was. I really didn't like the first few episodes. I kept watching because I have a little bit of writer in me. I need to unpack this. I said to myself. <laughs> but, it's also tight right now. <laughs> but she has got it. She is a really, truly interesting, weird kid. Like, the things that they catch her saying, it's not funny when they're setting up these situations, but what is funny when the, is just when they have the little girl sitting there and she's just talking. She is such a funny, weird person. She is. But I tell you, you know, the tragic thing about these pageants is you see these people are so poor. Oh, it's horrible. And yet the cost to get these kids to these pageants, to, to get all their accoutrements, is so expensive. Yeah. And, you know, the guy who's Honey Boo Boo's father looks like he probably has an IQ of 80. Sugar Bear, so, I believe you bear. mean. So I'm trying to imagine, <laughs> how does he make the money? He's a fireman. Is so that really? makes a lot of money. He's a fireman. He's a fireman. Yeah, he's a fireman. Oh, he he just looks really like the underbite and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He really looks like. There's a lot of situations going on in that family. <laughs> a lot of situations. Yeah, the baby with the thumbs, or oh, yeah. an extra thumb. Yeah, there's a baby with an extra. Baby Caitlin. There is a baby. And why not? Great they, hitchhiker. Them Cheetos <laughs> is just. Can get a ride in. Uh, my chromosomes. <laughs> um, this is my last one, you guys. I. Put dirty martinis on my list because this was a great year to get into dirty martinis for me. It's because it's a sex move. All that crop was so good this year. That's what it was. I just learned what that is this year. It's it's with olive juice in it, right? Yeah. And and to end this first part on a cliffhanger, Vanessa's not going to be able to drink dirty martinis because. Really? We can talk next episode. Oh, I'm pregnant. Congratulations. So I can't drink them anymore. It's Great cliffhanger. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Now we take a break. Yeah, we're going to refill some wine and we'll be back, uh, well, you know, a few days later than this was released. But for us, it's a couple minutes. Sure. Uh, with the magic the worst of, radio. of uh, 2012. Are you really pregnant? Yeah. That's awesome. That's why you have the high ceilings. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll room. be right back. I love the way you think. Yeah. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>